Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Careful for Spoilers. I'm your host James Barnes and today guys I'm joined once again by Brad and Aaron and we are going to be talking about our most anticipated films of 2020 and we're going to be reviewing the official Oscar nominations for the 92nd Academy Awards. Brad, Aaron, thank you guys so much for joining me on this episode. Thank you for having us. Eight more years until 100th Oscars. Can you believe that? Yeah. That's going to be so wonderful. I think it's going to be annoying. I think they're going to make some diversity mistake, and it's going to be like, after 100 years, you weren't able to nominate, you know, I don't know. Oh, God, you know, yep, you predicted headlines. So, I'm just, I'm calling that right now. Well, let's see if it even has a host. (laughs) I mean, they're not doing it this year. They uh, aren't. They are not doing hosts this year, which was... Uh, it's it's the gig from hell now. Yeah, it's a good. Th- I mean, last year's Oscars was much better for not having a host. You know, I didn't it watch just, the Oscars last year. It was like the first year in so long. Oh, and yeah. unfortunately, they put a lot of categories to, during the commercials to make it shorter. No, so that, well, they um, they well, I don't want to say threatened to do it, but they planned on it. And then there was so much backlash, they didn't. They didn't. I yeah, they did. I thought. Well, maybe there's like a couple, but I think like cinematography they put back on the right. Yeah, definitely. Which was so dumb, and. Not to mention how many categories they're missing at this point. Yeah. Like, best digital performance, like, voiceover slash mocap, and then, like, best stunt performance. Stunt is the big, obvious, missing Oscar category for me, is stunts. For sure. Yeah. A lot of arguments that I've heard, though, is just how do you quantify that? Because you're watching the scenes, like, how do you know as an Academy voter who's the stunt double, who's the actual actor? Like, how does that work? Well, that's why you have people exclusively from that category who can vote on it. So only stunt coordinators would be able to vote for Mm -hmm. it. So, like, for example, I did look it up last night. We were talking about this. Only editors can vote for best editing. Um, only writers can vote for writing and picture. Everybody can vote for picture. But uh, so yeah, so you would have stunt coordinators who knew exactly what they were looking at. Because in the same way, you couldn't quanti- you can't really quantify editing. You don't know what footage they had. Right. Same with sound mixing. You know, but it's usually once you know what you're looking at with things like that. You can usually tell. Oh, God. If Adrian Brody could vote for sound mixing, <laughs> that'd be so weird. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and he can't. So um, stunt is the big missing one, I think. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. Those guys, I mean, they make it happen. It, it sucks that they don't get the recognition they deserve. At the yeah, Academy they, they put their lives in line for it. Like, which I mean, this year would be John Wick Chapter 3. Yeah, for Almost sure. for sure. Yeah. Well, and then you think about, like, Mission Impossible Fallout. And that's another God. thing, too. Best stunts doesn't necessarily mean best stunt double. Actors do their own stunts. That's still stunt coordination. So mm-hmm. that's more what you're giving the Oscar to is the stunt coordinator. So before we get into the official Oscar nominations, yeah. let's roll <laughs> down the list of everything. Uh, well, not everything, but our most anticipated picks for what's coming out in 2020. So let's start with January. Doolittle. Um, Cats 2, Ju- Doolittle. Um, seeing cats again. Uh, those are probably my foremost anticipated of January. God. Um, so we already, we already, we've already seen the Grudge. Yeah. We already know that the Grudge is a giant piece of shit. Awful, just awful. Um, we saw Bad Boys for Life, which was um, last good. night at the time of this recording. Such a good movie. Oh my god, I cannot believe how much of a good time I had with that. Aaron and I were just giddy well, yeah. with, with how much fun we were having. I. On Letterboxd, I had said, I never thought I would give four stars to a January threequel to a movie franchise where I haven't seen the first two, but here we are. You really didn't have to see any of them no. to enjoy yeah. it. Like, no, that was the great to. part. Yeah, I think there's a lot to appreciate if you've seen the first mm-hmm. two, because there's so many shots that they do that 
pay homage to yeah. the first two, it, you just appreciate it a lot more. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, the jokes about how uh, Marcus doesn't respect, like, any of, like, Mike's belongings, like, because he always gets his car dirty in the other one. So I was, yeah. I did appreciate, you know, that those small things. Yeah. But overall, you, you, you get the characters really quickly that's super simple. Yeah. And you're uh, like, yeah. let's go. Yeah, it, it, it should be simple. Just yeah. have fun while you're doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, in the first movie, one of the first things we see Marcus do is drop fries. That's in, the first in scene. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so another film that I'm actually looking forward to is Underwater. Yeah, I'd like um, to see Underwater. I've heard the reviews have been really, really good. Not sure why it ended up in January, but I want to go see it. Yeah, because it was filmed like two years ago. It yeah. got stuck, you know, in post-production, I guess. Yeah, they may just not have been confident. It, it might not be about its quality. It just Who might knows? be about, you know, it's an original movie. We just don't we don't know where to put it because everywhere else is stacked and it's gonna bomb otherwise. Yeah, it, it could have been. I know they dump a lot of horror movies in January because they actually they actually do pretty well financially in January mm-hmm. as well. I mean, who knows? You How know, did the Grudge do? I don't think it did very well. That's a great question, especially yeah, sure. with with horror movies like that too. The budgets are so low; it's hard for them to bomb. Yeah, especially when it's an existing property. Um, yeah. and, and the reviews didn't come out till like the day of. That's true. So if you're going to see it, they didn't push it very hard, though. The promo was really light. The press was really light. No, I got a lot of promo that weekend, at least on my side. Really? Yeah. Let's see. Worldwide, 30 mil. Budget, 10. Well, I mean, that's a profit. Yeah, it is. Well, okay. Well, good for him, I guess. Um, Plus, it's still out, so it'll probably go up another five, Mm, two, three. (laughs) When it comes to, like... Film people, though, he's lost so much respect. <laughs> uh, whenever an indie director does a studio movie like that and it doesn't turn out, I cut him a little bit of slack until I see their next indie movie. I'm like, were you a one-trick pony or did you just kind of not thrive in the studio system? Because it's a completely different way of making films. So I haven't lost all hope for him yet. Horrible. Just it a horrible was a movie. horrible movie. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, but also in January, something I'm looking forward to, not looking forward to, but I'm very curious about is Gretel and Hansel. Yeah, um, I, I really hope it's good. I do too. It definitely looks like a blatant ripoff of The Witch, but like not I, even trying to hide it. Oz Perkins, the director, is interesting to me. He did The Black Coat's Daughter and I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in This House, um, and both of them are interesting slow burn horror movies. So I'll be interested. I mean, he's a guy with a style. So to call it a ripoff of The Witch, while true, I knowing the director, I think once I actually go see it, it'll be more than that. I'm just kind of I'm turned off by the PG thirteen rating. Eh, with a movie like that, I'm not bothered by For it. For Gretel and Hansel? Yeah. yeah. Uh, mm. I know. Well, cause the, I mean, if you're trying to copy The Witch, copy The Witch. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. The Witch wasn't even that R-rated. They crush up a baby. Yeah, but that's about <laughs> it. There's more I mean, than that's, that. That's pretty R. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Like, but if you take that out, uh, the only other thing was what? The, kill, the killings at the end? They, they H- him that... getting Him getting impaled by the goat and her stabbing her mother? Yeah, but that, it wasn't that graphic. I mean, think about what we saw in Wish Upon. I mean, as much as Wish Upon sucked. We watched the unrated cut. Oh. Yeah, that, all that gore wasn't there. Hmm. Well, still, doesn't bother me. I mean, if it's tense and suspenseful, then who cares? Yeah. It's a fairy tale um, adaptation. I really want to see Just Mercy. I, I don't want to miss this in theaters. I really want to go see it. No. Yeah, I'm not. Are I'm you not, guys excited for it at all? Not no. particularly. I mean, I feel like I've seen that movie before, you know, but I, I always like when Jamie Foxx gives a good performance because I feel like he's always cap- so much more capable of what we see from him. So, so that's cool. I like Michael B. Jordan, um, but I'm not a big fan of, like, straightforward meat and potatoes dramas like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them. 
So if it's really good, I'll probably check it out. But I'm not clamoring to see if it. If it got some Oscar attention, I probably would give more attention to it. Like, just so I'm aware. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> it got none. Yeah. I, I knew it wasn't going to. It didn't get enough press. Yeah. Yeah. It came out too it's late. It's probably good, but... Yeah, I'm more excited about the performances. Like, I really want to see Jamie yeah. Foxx. I really want to see Michael B. Jordan. Same. If I do go um, see it, that'll be the reason. Yeah. Because, I mean, Jamie Foxx, like you said, Aaron, like, when he's on, he's on. Yeah. You know, like Electro Ray... and The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, um, Collateral. Like, he's so good in those yeah. movies. Sleepless. <laughs> I always, well, and I always think about him in a movie like Baby Driver 2, where if he wants to be fun action movie Jamie Foxx, he's still really good at that. Like... I, I don't really think I've seen him in a lot. Oh, granted, I've never seen some of those turkeys you were talking about, Bradley. Oh, Sleepless, Sleepless is hilarious. He's so bad in it. Yeah, he's really bad. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested. Oh, everyone's bad in it. I'm interested in The Gentleman. Likewise, it's good to see mm-hmm. Guy Ritchie to yeah. return to form. I need to see, before I see, I need to see, like, Snatch. I've never yeah. seen Snatch. Dude, what? I know. Dude, I Same. love Snatch. And I own it, and I feel like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, the only Guy Ritchie movies I've seen, I think, are his mainstream, like, blockbusters. I love Guy Ritchie. I love his style and everything. Oh, me too. Yeah. Me too. Sure. Uh, King uh, Arthur was not great, though. But I'm I've, great. I've heard, but I other, mind it. I've heard people love that movie. Like, didn't work. For I me. need. I need to see it. I didn't mind it. I saw it. Oh, but Aladdin. Oh, he did such a good. Jo- I haven't seen it. I can't speak to it. But it looked I like, like Aladdin. It looked like crap. Like I like, the, um, my only issues with Aladdin is um, the guy that plays Aladdin. Um, he can't sing, so he kind of talks in rhythm. Mm-hmm. Are we not going to say his name? Um, Mina Masoud, however you pronounce his name. I don't know. The guy oh, that plays Aladdin. I, I was an idiot. I thought you meant genie. No, I actually liked Will Smith. And I was like, are we not going to say Will Smith's name? <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> I, um, I really liked Will Smith as Genie, actually. Yeah, a, lot of okay. did. a lot of people upon seeing the movie said, oh, you know what? He wasn't that bad. I think the trailer just gave him a bad rep. Yeah. And I love how, like, what, a month ago, the you said Mina Masoud, was that yeah. his name? He's complaining he hasn't gotten any uh, auditions. And I'm like, oh, I wonder why. Yeah, I mean, he's, <laughs> he's not great in it at all. Yeah. I, yeah. I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, it's because of his race, but I, I've heard he sucked. Like, yeah. that's kind of been the universal consensus. And I'm like, dude, but, you're the same race as Rami Malek. Uh, there's no excuse. <laughs> I mean, he, he looks great as Aladdin. He just, he like I said, he can't sing, and you can tell, he. I don't feel like he has a lot of acting experience, and he didn't bring anything to Aladdin for me. The movie doesn't make you feel like Aladdin. <laughs> IGN. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, that's all that I'm looking forward to in January. Is well, there anything else? Color Out of Space is that new Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, the H.P. Lovecraft one. Okay, yeah, because I don't know anything. All I know is Nick Cage is in it, and I'm like, I'm down. It's yeah, a cosmic sold. horror thriller with, uh, from, based on an H.P. Lovecraft story. Uh, it, it looks like it could be good. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty... Uh, I'm looking forward to it. The last full measure looks so boring. Oh, I know. It reminds me of... Um, what was that? Act of Valor? Yes. Yeah, the, the <clears throat> Not veterans. quite. Actually, you know what? It does look that bad. Because Active Valor had real seals in real it. Real veterans. And uh, that was not a good choice. Ooh, they, 86 on Rotten Tomatoes for Color Out of Space. Good. Seven, 67 on Metacritic, 6 out of 10 on it looks like a It looks like a Mandy situation where it's like super stylish. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. It's, it's, it's hyper stylish. It's H.P. Uh, Lovecraft. Who directed it? Could you scroll up? Yeah. We're looking at uh, Richard Stanley. Mm, click on him. I feel like I've seen another movie by him. The movie description is: A town is struck by a meteorite, and the fallout is catastrophic. Wow, I have not. I have oh, not he seen wrote it. the Island of Doctor Moreau. He He's an old guy. Yeah, he is. Documentary. Hmm. Yeah, I haven't seen any of these films. I yeah. have not either. Yeah, color me interested. Yeah, yeah I'm stoked. But yeah, yeah, when I it mean, comes to January, Nick that's... Cage, just say it. I'm there. 
even his <laughs> terrible ones like his all of his like direct to streaming stuff like primal that he did last year um does he have his freakouts in though like the, in those a little like, bit just just a okay, tiny cause bit i know like in i was looking so forward to left behind because nick like not because the movie looked good because nick cage i was like oh we get to see him freak out because all the passenger on his plane disappeared <laughs> yeah. and it didn't plane. happen he just kind of like had this bored look on his face and then he cried because his wife was gone and and then that was it man imagine that lifestyle where you just because most of these movies are made out of the country on foreign money trying to appeal to the international markets the scripts are usually really bad you know and you're just imagine just being poor Nick Cage in the middle of nowhere making some movie that sucks he shows up in random places like people on reddit always go look who I saw at you know this random place in the world yeah I'm like dude what are you doing he's doing those movies he has lots of lots of debts to pay off yeah I wonder if he's out of that yet. I feel like he would be. I hope so. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. February. Lo and behold, not Birds of Prey. Not Birds of Prey. Sonic, though. I am really excited for Sonic. Sonic reminds me of the kind of blockbuster that would come out in, like, 05. But that being said, I'm still curious. Um, I appreciate them updating Sonic's look. Another thing I'm really looking forward to is, let me make sure I've got it right. Yeah, The Lodge. Um, it's the Riley Keough. Ke- Keough. Is that how you say it? I, I no, never, I have no is it idea. Ke- I think it was Keo. No idea. Hmm. Um, Riley Keough. Um, and it's from the directors of Goodnight Mommy. Um, the Lodge. Oh, yeah. I, so, that's right. I forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah so I'm curious to see that. Um, I'm also curious to see in February um, The Invisible Man, Lee Whannell's movie with yeah, Elizabeth that, Moss. That's on my list. Yeah. yeah. My, I can't the list wait. I made. After, I mean, Insidious 3 and Upgrade were both good. This looks solid, so I'm, I'm really excited to see his future as a director. Because the original Invisible Man like story is... Noth- yeah, nothing it's like nothing this. It's nothing like this nothing at, all. at all. So I'm yeah. really excited to see what he does. Yeah. yeah, it sounds like Universal had the property laying around after the, the mummy tanked, you know, and... They're still w- looking to do anything with that. I and mean, it's a gold mine with what they're sitting on. They yeah. just don't know how to utilize it yet until now, I guess. Yeah, I mean, where they failed is they they tried to build a universe out of one movie instead of just focusing on one good movie. Yeah, yeah that, that was such a... And they announced the universe before the first trailer even came out. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't do that. No, yeah, you can't... What we've learned, honestly, is you can't really set out to make a cinematic universe. Nope. And the thing about cinematic universes as well is you need to plan them out. The Marvel comics already have that universe mapped out for them, which is why it's really the only cinematic universe that's worked, except for maybe the Conjuring cinematic universe. Conjuring, in a financial sense, yes, but overall I think it's failed. Uh, no, nah. I, I it's had more it's, failures than successes. I would say. I don't think so. Weak. I think, I I think so. they've only had two failures, in my opinion: uh, the Curse of La Llorona and the Nun. I would say the first and Annabelle. Annabelle. I just thought it was disappointing. I thought it was boring. I didn't think it was a bad movie per se. No. That's a fair. That's actually a fair assessment. And it, and well, in each each continuing universe movie doesn't really build anything. It just kind of makes another story out of a character we already know. But that's actually yeah. why the universe I think works is because they're not trying desperately to make this interway, you know, interconnected series of half stories. Mm. You know, um, I don't know. But can you think of any other cinematic universes that work on any level? I mean, I liked. Like half of the DC half. movies, yeah, that's yeah, more than I can same. say for the About Conjuring. <laughs> you didn't like uh, Annabelle two. You like the Conjuring. You like the Conjuring two. You like mm-hmm. Annabelle two. That's half right there. Well, then you have the Nun, Curse of La Llorona, first Annabelle, 
I didn't see Annabelle Comes Home. I don't think I would so, like it. You don't. So that's less three than and half. three, young man. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know if you guys will like. Did you see Annabelle Comes Home? No, but I, I, th- I don't know. I think I might like it based on what I've heard. But and um, with Conjuring three coming out, directed by that moron, then I'm I'm good. I think it's quick to call him a moron. He's a first. He was a first time director on La Llorona, so. I'm, I'm hoping that surrounded by a team of good producers and maybe more attention from he James He was surrounded Warren. by good producers on La Llorona. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. He had James Wan. James Wan got it off the ground. It doesn't mean that James Wan was there every day. Right. We don't know how involved he was, but you know that they're going to be significantly more involved in The Conjuring 3. So I'm, ju- I'm just saying not all I, hope I is lost. I damn hope so. God. I'm just saying not all hope is lost for that movie yet. So, yeah. it's just those like, are the what two. is James Wan directing that he's he can't do Conjuring Three? I need to. The Jello movie. He's doing a Italian style Jello horror movie. Oh, that okay. and Malignant. Right. Okay. Malignant. What's that? That's the one he's coming out with this year. What I, is that? I don't know what it's. There's nothing about it. What is, that it's the, about. is that the Jello? Is that the horror movie? Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't oh. know. I don't know what you're talking about. Huh. Malignant's the official name of whatever he's coming out with next. Oh, Wendy is coming out in February. I, I do thing. not care about that. No, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not really I don't interested. either. I just, I, it was on my... Uh, I don't like those, like, I don't know, uh, Wanderlust children's movies. I, I can't stand that genre. Huh. Yeah. Didn't, didn't particularly rub me the wrong way. Yeah, I'm looking at everything else in February. I don't see anything else that I'm really interested in as far as, like, If February Call of goes. the Wild is yeah, good, I'll call go me, see it. call me an idiot, but that actually looks pretty good. The Call I, of the Wild? Yeah. Well, the CGI dog looks weird to me, but I like the book, and I understand why they I think it's a way better dog. choice than using a real dog. You get way more emotion out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was the thought. They deliberately made it look a little cartoony for that reason. Yeah, that's a very good choice on their part. I don't know. We'll oh, oh, look, the sequel to uh, Before Midnight. We have After Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that is. I thought you were I thought you were serious no. for a second. That's not so funny. Uh, oh, Fantasy Island. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that looks terrible. That one looks really bad. It's, a, it's, yeah. a, it's the we need to make a lot of money from global audiences division of Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, let's take this old property, do, do something else with it, miscast Michael Pena again, and... Uh, well, let's get Lucy Hale in there just for you know good measure. Well, I she mean, it's going to make money. Yeah, she was the she was the face of the posters of Truth or Dare. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But then moving on to March, um, the two that I have on my list, both Disney, both were like eh, I'm not like really looking forward to March, um, but I am particularly interested in Onward, Pixar's first original property, maybe since Inside Out. Um, so that sounds right. I'm yeah, not sure. looks like it could be. I mean, I you know. Any Pixar original property, I'm there for. Um, and then Mulan. I, I I don't think there's been a single live-action Disney movie in my existence that I've actually anticipated seeing, but Mulan is my second favorite so Disney movie. So far, the Jungle Book is the only good one they've made. Oh, yeah. I never saw Jungle Book. Yeah, it's, uh, it's actually good. It's but, driving me nuts. People are bitching online that the Mulan movie is not going to have like some of the songs from the cartoon. Mushu's not going to be the yeah, same. Yeah, Mushu's not like, in it. I'm out. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's an adaptation. Yeah. The cartoon still well, exists. They took Mushu it. out. They're whitewashing Mulan. Well, then, I, I, don't, I don't trust Disney with making like a decently original <laughs> movie. Well, here's the thing. So, here's the thing. is It's directed by Nikki Caro, and she's a really good director. She did Whale Rider. Um, wow. 16 years ago. Well, she's done good <laughs> movies since then. They were, but I never saw that. Why the hell did I know when that came out? Why the hell did I know it was 2004? Because movies. Yeah, I guess, I guess so. My coworkers always make fun of me because they're like, how do you know all these dates? I'm like, I just know them. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm autistic. <laughs> <Just> sue me. <laughs> um, but 
I, I haven't seen Nikki Caro's other movies. That's the only reason I bring up Whale Rider. But um, I know they're well-received, and I like Mulan. And I think the fact that they are getting rid of Mushu in the songs and stuff like that and going for a more traditional Chinese, like, epic, I think it could be good. I'm yeah, not because to the core, it's the same thing, but yeah. it's just done in a different way. I'm so excited I'm just worried because the, the lead actress... It's like I don't see a single amount of emotion from her in the entire trailer. I mean, but like, what are you really looking for? I mean, uh, anything other than stoic. They didn't really show a lot of her in the trailer. Yeah. I mean, yes, may- they did. maybe that's because she sucks. I don't know, but um, I think she looks badass in the trailers. I mean, her move set is cool and everything. Just I just I don't buy her yet. We'll, yeah, see. we'll see. I mean, I I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. I am. Um, I'm looking forward to Onward. I'm actually looking forward to Bloodshot. Bloodshot looks I lo- cool. I love Vin Diesel. He can do no wrong for me. Um, I don't know, spy. man. The Last Witch Hunter? I love that movie. Really? <laughs> I love it. Oh. You know, I don't think I've seen it's a Vin so Diesel Vin movie Diesel. other than Saving Private Ryan. You've never seen, like, the Pitch pitch Black movies? Oh, the Riddick. Yes, I have. Uh, yeah. The Pacifier? <gasps> you know, I oh, have. God, yes. I have. That's actually a good movie. I've seen The Pacifier. Weirdly good. It's, it's I, funny to me. Yeah. I haven't seen The Pacifier since I was a pacifier, so... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm looking forward to My Spy. I love um, Dave Bautista. Um, I think him and the the little girl have great chemistry. Dude, that got pushed. It, looks, it, it looks got so pushed fun. back like four oh, times. Geez, that one, the one where the poster has been there for so long, it's turning yellow. Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, I, yeah. I, no, Aaron and I are stoked for. I still believe. Because we love those. Are we? Wh- oh yes, yes, the Christian movie. Yeah, Shania oh, Twain. Yes, <laughs> yes. We are so excited because uh, yours. You, you sound much more excited than I. Because it am. looks hilarious. I forgot it existed. He's in a hospital and he throws a Bible at the wall. I yeah. mean, um, what? How much more? Like just cheesy could you get? One for Shania Twain to show up and be like, you know what really counts? Jesus. I really want her to mispronounce Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to A Quiet Place Part 2. It looks so good. Yeah, I'm I'm moderately excited. I was super lukewarm on the first one, but I'm excited to see Killian Murphy on the big mm-hmm. screen. That's yeah. enough to get me to go in. Yeah, the first one was like in my top three favorite of that year. Yeah. I oh. loved A Quiet Place. It, it was it was a I well-crafted was thriller. I thought it was um, cute, yeah. But uh, overall, it, like, it wasn't something I was like, I need to see more of this world. Right. It wasn't. I, it, it didn't. Yeah. That that's really all it came down to, but I mean, John Krasinski came back, so I'm 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 looking forward to it because if he if he wasn't directing it, I would be out. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I mean, I feel like the story is rich for exploring this yeah. world because I mean, you want to get off the farm, you want to see different places, you want to see what else these creatures can do. Yeah. Like, I'm very interested. I mean, didn't we already learn how to kill them though in the first one? I mean, yeah, but what's I mean, what's going to happen when there's multiple ones? Because I mean, it um, the thing that they use it it affects them, but it doesn't kill them necessarily. Yeah, you have to shoot them with a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can only reload so fast. I think the reason really my quick. my excitement is so lukewarm for the trailer is a it's that whole it takes place before and after the first movie thing. I think they're only showing just just like a little beginner part. I, I don't think that's the whole movie. If so, good. And then the other reason is everything in that trailer feels like it's straight out of The Last of Us. Yeah, Aaron and I were saying that yesterday that's, in theater. I, I can see that, yeah. So I'm hoping that it doesn't pull too heavily from that playbook. As much as I adore that game and I'm looking forward to the second one, it's like I've seen that before. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's it for March. Yeah. Uh, April. Um, dude, I'm not excited for this, but New Mutants... I just wanted, I, I just wanted to come out. And I, just I just want to see, see it, it yeah. already. It's been what, like two and a half, three years? Yeah. Is that, that tied into the X Men universe? Uh, yes. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm it's really not excited MC, for this. It's not MCU. Um, they've already said it's not. Oh, I didn't think it would be. Yeah. The thing I'm most excited to see, honestly, we're April? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Peter Rabbit. Peter Rabbit. Damn it, you beat me to the flippin' joke. Damn I, I actually didn't know you were setting up a I joke. I was. I was going to say Peter <laughs> Rabbit 2, The Runaway. You know you know what? How I already love James Corden as a fat cat. You know what else I love? <laughs> him as a fat rabbit. Dude, I'm excited to see him as the whole domesticated animal kingdom. Yeah. Wait, are we going to get him as, like, a little pupper next? Like a little doggo? Maybe he'll I'm play, sure we will. Maybe he'll play both sides of cat dog. <gasps> oh, God. <laughs> I would... I would... I would bomb this somewhere <laughs> if that would happen. I hate him. <laughs> Please, for the sake of our world, don't cast James Corden as cat dog. Brad's going to start sending bombs in the mail. Write a manifesto. I'm going to write a manifesto to Nickelodeon and go, don't you dare. <laughs> no Time to Die looks so good. I'm yeah. so stoked for that. I'm excited to see Carrie Fukunaga do a big budget movie like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm worried about Rami Malek, though. Like, I really... Because like, I really hope that he's not a generic villain. Like, I feel like whenever someone wins an Oscar and their next film is them doing a villain role... Technically, his next film was do, terrible. It was Doolittle. That he's, was in, a, he's in Doolittle? He's a yeah. voice in Doolittle. He's a voice Shit. in Doolittle. He plays the gorilla, right? I don't know, actually. Uh, yeah, he plays the gorilla. That's... Okay, that, that doesn't yeah. fit. Because, <laughs> I mean, Christoph Waltz was in Spectre and he sucked. He sucked. Like, I just... I'm just well, worried. Well, he didn't I'm suck. It's just worried. his character was boring. Are you talking well, about Inspector? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was just boring. Um, and Inspector overall was just kind of meh. It had yeah. the, the first sequence is really cool. Like mm-hmm. in the, uh, what was it, Day of the Dead celebration? Oh, yeah. Skyfall's awesome. the only James Bond movie I've ever seen. Casino Royale is the best one in the, my opinion. I've I've only that was that's mine too. But I've only seen the Daniel Craig ones. I'm gonna watch all the Daniel oh, Craig really? ones. Really? Mm-hmm. No shit. All right. I'm yeah. gonna watch all the Daniel Craig ones. Um, this is so, that's what's so funny. I have not seen so many classic blockbusters because I've spent all my time watching classic dramas and classic horror movies, and classic mm. thrillers. Um, my dad was the one that showed me all the classic blockbusters. Yeah. So like, yeah. I haven't seen the original Top Gun. I haven't seen the original James Bond movies. Oh man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen so. the Matrix? No. Oh my god. Yeah. No, like I said, seriously, you haven't seen The Matrix? No, I've seen every horror movie on the planet, but now I'm catching up on all these 90s blockbusters. Oh man, all right. I haven't even seen Die Hard. Dude, The Matrix was my first R-rated movie I ever saw. I haven't even seriously. seen it. was so, oh, I love it. I haven't seen Die Hard. I haven't seen Beverly Hills Cop. I haven't man, seen... Man, dude, yeah. you gotta catch up. I've seen the comedies, though. Like, I've seen Coming to America and stuff like that, because there's a sequel coming out to that. Oh, I haven't seen Coming to America. I need to watch that. That's very dude, funny. So funny. Very funny. Yeah, I'm stoked to see that the ones I have on my April list are Antlers. It's directed by Scott Cooper. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Criminally underrated director. I think Scott Cooper, who directed Black Mask, Crazy Heart, and Hostiles. I need to see Hostiles. Um, Hostiles is so good. I heard it was really good. It got ignored because it was a Western that was, like, not quite Oscar-worthy to many people. Didn't it come out a little bit before, like, Oscar season? Yeah. Like, September? Yeah. Yeah. So it was uh, ignored, which is a shame because Scott Cooper is a great director and he's got a very distinct visual style. So I'm excited to see him take on a horror movie. He's done something pretty different each time. I mean, if mm-hmm. you think about Crazy Heart versus Out of the Furnace versus Black Mass versus Hostiles versus Black this. Mass was so underrated. It was. I really enjoyed that. I mean, yeah. I love Crazy Heart too. Crazy Heart's like a personal favorite of mine. Um, 
So I'm a Scott Cooper movie. I'm in. Um, the other one, Brad thought this looked really terrible. I actually did not think it looked very terrible. It was Promising Young Woman with Carrie Mulligan. Oh, that looks like trash. I don't think so. I, think <laughs> I don't it, think I've seen a trailer for this. She, it's this woman, and she apparently gets sexually assaulted or something in college, and so she spends her days luring men back home and then killing them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it tells the story what appears to be in reverse to learn what happened to her to set that off and then we don't know if she's killing these guys or what or if she's like raping them um it just it looks like it could be really interesting it could be sjw nonsense well it's it, not only that it just looks like a the the female equivalent of a edgy teenage like edgelord movie mm. that's all it looks like to me uh, i mean the, th- the and trailer, i don't like carrie mulligan very much honestly tra- well so. I, I do and I, I think it's really interesting to see her in a different role where she's actually being aggressive you know and interesting and flashy so i don't know i think the movie could be good i i'm cautiously optimistic about the, it the only time i've ever seen her like at least that i actually thought she was good was in shame oh goodness i i liked her yeah, inside she Lewin. was great in shame. i liked her in inside yeah. lewin davis she was hilarious that. in that I, I loved her in an education Didn't um see that. i loved her in what else was she in mud she was she was in mudbound yeah um yeah i think i've never not liked her I, she's really good in drive too yeah drive yeah 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 i can't remember her much from public enemies i really love public oh, enemies yeah. that's a really i good saw movie. that years ago that's it's been a hot second for me yeah yeah and then the other one i was looking forward to oh um i'm curious about antebellum the trailers are so vague i if, if it's about what I think it's about, um, it could be cool. Yeah, it looks but really it, it cool. But it could honestly go either way. It could honestly be a cash-in on the Get Out and Us Well, because the directors have only done, like, music videos and stuff like that. Right, so. it's always a toss-up. like, e- I don't know. Always a toss-up with those yeah. guys. Yeah. The, visuals, the, the visuals are cool, at the, at the very least. So you know, you know that's going to be cool. But I really hope the story is as yeah. cool and fleshed out as it well, looks like jo- it is. Well, Janelle Monet has yet to impress me as an actress. Yeah. Um, she was decent in Moonlight, but she didn't really do much. Yeah, she, was, she was just a reassuring motherly figure, and that was really she it. She hasn't really had a chance. Yeah. So. Yeah, we'll see what they do with this. I'll be honest, like, the first time I saw the trailer was with you guys. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really impressed, but the more I see it, I'm like, well, this looks really interesting. Yeah, it just it could looks be interesting. cool. It could totally I mean, go either way. Yeah, yeah totally. So I'm... And if they don't have the soundtrack from Lady Antebellum, like, what are they doing? <laughs> uh, Brad, do you have any other picks in April? Um, I'm quite looking forward to New Mutants. Uh, I, you know, it's like an X-Men horror movie. I'm mm-hmm. down. Like, and finally we get to see it. I was worried we were never going to be able to see it. I thought it was going to just end up on streaming. I did not think yeah. it would still end up in theaters. Yeah, I'm surprised Disney did that. But I guess they just didn't have anything... In, well, they have the Black Widow next that next month. Yeah. So they, at this point, they're probably just like, let's just put it out. Like, yeah, might as try well. to make something. Yeah, I think it'll do pretty well, unless the reviews are just awful. Which there's a good chance that that's. I mean, the case. it's been through so many reshoots. If, if and it was, I, I think if it was that awful, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't put it after Dark Phoenix. They wouldn't put it out. That's. I feel like there's True. something there. Well, when they spend that much on a movie, though, they usually put it out in theaters to try and make their money back. So I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Because Dark Phoenix did not do well for them at all. It lost them so much money. May. And it didn't deserve to make money. It was a fucking yeah, boring it looked, movie. Yeah, it looked bad. There are only, I only have two listed in May, and that's The Woman in the Window, which is Joe Wright doing a thriller. I thought that was cool with Amy Adams. It, I'm, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sold on it yet. And then, honest to God, Legally Blonde 3. I had no idea there's a third one coming I out. I didn't either. Yeah. 
I'm on board. Has there been anything about it yet? No, they're keeping it. Sounds like they're keeping it hush. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't seen anything from it yet. Yeah, I I, uh, I like I like the first Legally Blonde. I don't like the second one. Yeah, so. the second one's weak. But um, you know these these delayed sequels. They actually. It's you know, they, dude, they, it's been so hit or miss because you have like Dumb and Dumber two right, and, but Jesus. then but then you have Bad Boys for Life which right. is really good. So we don't I don't know. No, the track yeah. record on on them has been pretty spotty. But yeah, there is potential and there is demand, and I I personally am all for the resurgence of the rom com in any way that we can get it. So I like rom coms when they're interesting. I hate super super generic rom-coms I yeah. don't like most rom-coms the reason I'm for it though is it gets different kinds of movies in the theaters that aren't just Marvel movies yes you know like I'd love to see I love to see different things available to the public yeah so. I'm, so, I'm curious about Black Widow um, mm-hmm. I think the trailer Aaron doesn't think the trailers look any good I think the trailer looks pretty weak um, really yeah I think it's it, so good I think it looks cool I think um, Russian accents are silly well my, my they, problem with it is Florence Pugh sounds like like she's from Sokovia. Like she sounds like um, shit. What is her name that plays Scarlet Witch? Um, Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, it's better than that. Like, it, oh, it's Elizabeth definitely Olsen's better. Accent was really bad, but it sounds the same. Yeah, I think it's just us being, you know, from America. Like, yeah. well, and, and, and we, we show, can't tell the difference. Well, in the show Chernobyl as well, that they they didn't do Russian accents because Russian accents sound silly. It's just it's an unfortunate. Well, I think they've you know, been so they, they are trying to, to be, death in the movies. Well, they're trying to be goofy with David Harbour's character, like him having the Russian accent works because it's he's funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm. It doesn't bother me. Um, you know, the action sequences look really cool. Um, well, and I'm just curious. I'm, it's a nice swan song for Black Widow. It's hey a man, nice, I'm, like, final. I'm, I'm all for it being good. Yeah. And the, I really hope they keep the same, like, soundtrack that they do from the, the trailer. I do, too. It's dude. such a cool score. Yeah. I really hope they keep it. Yeah. Um, I don't know what Dreamhouse is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't, wasn't that a Daniel Craig movie? That was a movie? Daniel Craig horror movie from back yeah. in the day. That's weird. And it was it was really bad. So I don't... Are like, they remaking it? <laughs> no, it's probably just some... And it's not even on IMDb. We can't find it on IMDb. Yeah. Oh well, that <laughs> might it, it might be uh, mislisted. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, I am looking forward to Fast and Furious Nine. I don't know about you. I oh, had no idea it was coming out that early. Yeah. SpongeBob. I'm, I'm not. I don't like the Fast and Furious movies. Um. Oh yeah, SpongeBob is actually on my list. Like the one that I made. I love the SpongeBob movies. I do too. But this one, the voice actors seem like they're in their Twilight years. Like I, they don't sound the same. And then they're you know doing the whole Camp Coral thing against uh, the late Stephen Hilbert. This isn't wishes. Camp Coral, is it? They, it's got Camp Coral in it. Oh yeah. Well, wait. What what exactly is Camp Coral? Like, it's, it's SpongeBob as a kid. It's a spinoff about SpongeBob as a kid and how he was oh. scary and all that stuff. I've never seen any of the SpongeBob movies. I've seen the show, oh, like, man. Co- a couple of random episodes, but I've never seen. Oh, that's, that's our childhood. I'm a SpongeBob mega fan, man. I've yeah. seen every, well, every episode of probably the first, however many seasons. Yeah, I've yeah. seen them countless times. The first SpongeBob movie is great. The second one is surprisingly like psychedelic. The second one's hilarious. a total acid trip. Yeah, I mean it's hilarious. It really is. And the so. guys from those movies are back for this one. So yeah, I mean, that's the, why I. It's the original team. The original team of writers from the original show. So. Yeah. It's always hard to tell with kids' movies because the yeah. trailer for kids' movies are always bad. Yeah, yeah. no matter what. Um, I'll see Scoob. Scoob, I'm um, sure. I mean, I kind of wish they brought back uh, what, what's it, Matthew Lillard for, but they got Will Forte instead for Shaggy. Yeah, because um, he was really good. he was like one of the best parts of the James Gunn uh, 
Scooby-Doo live-action movies. Well, and Matthew Lillard does the voice for animated yeah. as well. Some, I guess, and they recast everybody in this. They recast, so. They're trying to do a celebrity thing, which you don't need for Scooby-Doo. No. But. I know, well, you have Zac Efron as uh, Fred. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought, yeah, he's, a, pretty, he's I a decent voice actor. Still, yeah. just, the, the trailer didn't feel right to me, but we'll see. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, I'm totally on board. Yeah, for Warner it. Animation Group. They're they've done some really cool stuff. Like they did um, Storks, which is surprisingly good. Never saw that. It was. I like their animation style. They're very energetic. Yeah, I love their animation. Um, I don't have anything else for May. What about you guys? No, no. Yeah, so let's talk about June. Um, first off, Wonder Woman 1984. Hell yeah, cool. I'm down for it. Let's yeah, watch it. Hell yeah. I know. I I really liked the first Wonder Woman, so I'm super excited to see uh, what they've got in store for this one. Plain and simple. Yeah, I, mean, I, I haven't seen the trailer. I'm avoiding it. I don't need to see it. Yeah, I okay. don't. Need to. I, w- I was just gonna say something, but I won't. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll save that. I don't know how they're gonna bring back Steve um, from the first one. It seems kind of Steve the the Chris Pine. Oh, so I have a lot of different theories, but I mean, I I don't know. I'm thinking like the the blast was just so huge, and like lightning hit the plane or some shit, and it just like threw him through time. That's what I'm thinking. I have no idea. Oh. Who knows? Patty Jenkins, I trust her, so Same. I mean, we'll yeah. just see how it'll, it goes. It'll be good. I'm um, curious about Nia DaCosta's Candyman remake. Yes. Um, it's Jordan, Jordan Peele is producing that only, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't know anything else about it. Though, Neil was on set of Candyman, and he said the whole crew was pretty about mm. it. They, they said it wasn't looking very good. Because mm. um, I like the concept. Um, the original I mean, Candyman, I mean... It's not awesome, but I enjoy it. Same. Yeah. Same, same. It gets really weird at times. See, and not I, in I a haven't good seen way. Top Gun. I've seen the original Candyman, though. Uh, on June, I also have Soul listed. And, mm. and I, the thing, the main thing about Soul um, is, again, Jamie Foxx. But uh, it's directed by Pete Doctor. And Pete Doctor has proven himself to be probably one of the best animation directors working today. He directed Monsters Inc. up and Inside Out. Now, that's a hell of a resume. So if. He wants to add Soul to Monsters Inc. Up and Inside Out to that list. I, I, I'm sure it'll be great. Again, I will always say yes to a Pixar original property. Um, so I'm down. And then the other one, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I didn't realize that Top Gun Maverick is directed by Joseph Kaczynski, who did Tron, Only the Brave, and Oblivion. Tron and Oblivion were decent, but they were visually incredible. Only the Brave was. Uh, one of my favorite movies of that year. Same. Um, so I, I think he's a great choice, and I'm super curious. I'm also curious to see in the heights. Uh, like I'm not excited, but if it ends up being well received, I will definitely go see it because the song from the trailer is stuck in my head. So I can't hey. wait for Top Gun Maverick. I mean, I want to see Tom Cruise actually fly a jet. Oh, oh yeah, I know. <laughs> like, yeah, and I like the original Top Gun so much. So yeah, I'm so down for it. In the heights, I couldn't give two shits about. Yeah, there's there's this shot of Tom Cruise in the trailer in the jet and the camera is in the cockpit. It looks so sick. Yeah. yeah. I'm so stoked for it. Yeah. Um so that's really it coming out in June. Yeah. Not many movies coming out in June so far anyway. Yeah, Aaron kind of just like took the whole month. <laughs> <laughs> um so let's move on to July. Um, Jungle Cruise. I am super excited for Free Guy. Yeah, I'm really I'm I'm curious about it. Um I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the director Sean Levy. Um, he did. What did he do last? Uh, Night of Museum. He did all three of those, and I then he did Real Steel, yeah. and then he did. So he's not. I, bad. Real, Steel like Real Steel was weirdly good. Oh, I didn't see Real Steel. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. <laughs> he just reminds me of like a uh, Chris Columbus type, you know. 
who did the first two Harry Potters? Yeah, of course, Columbus. I mean, that's well, and he did Pixels. pixels so. That's the thing. He reminds me of the kind of a uh, mock Steven Spielberg mm. kind of type. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for for Minions. The Rise I, of I Gru. Love, I love Minions. Are you kidding? I can't tell if you're kidding. No, I'm not. Oh my, oh my god. god. <laughs> I like the this, this, uh, this Dude, me movies. I, oh. I thought the Minions movie was not great, but I was laughing I my ass off. I hated the dude. first Minions movie. I was laughing my ass off. The, no. the, the only Despicable Me I like is the first one. That's it. I didn't and, even then like they, the first and then they focused way too much on the Minions. I yeah, mean, I would. They've been ru- they've been ruined by by white toy moms sales and white moms. <laughs> toy, yeah, toy sales memes. Ghostbusters Afterlife. I'm yeah. very excited. I'm particularly excited to see Jason Reitman come back, considering mm-hmm. the original is directed by his father. Um, Tenet. Whoa, whoa, dude, <laughs> you're skipping too much. Oh, The Purge Five. Uh, I'm not. I don't care about that one. Um, but the uh, I'm not caught up on Bob's Burgers, but I'm curious about what, the movie. Um, I don't know. I, I, I do kind of like that show, so I'm, I'm curious love about that. that show. Yeah, I've so it. it's it's really good. Um, it's one of those. I don't I don't know how to explain it. It's just it's its own thing. Yeah, it's yeah. really funny. Um, but yeah, Tenet. Tenet. Holy shit. Yeah, Tenet. I'm. I mean, it's Robert Pattinson, first of all, in a Christopher Nolan movie. No, no. It's Christopher Nolan movie, first of all, with Robert Pattinson. Yes. Second of all, um, John David Washington has a ton of potential as an actor. Oh, man. He looks so good in it. Like, Um, oh, I'm so stoked. I mean, what's there not to like? I have no idea what the hell it's about, but the visuals alone have me intrigued. The visuals meaning what they indicate for the premise. The fact that certain things are moving in reverse, other things are not. How the hell they did that, I'll never know until the Blu-ray comes out. (laughs) And, um... Which, you know, 4K, day one, I don't even care at this point. Like, I would yeah. put it right Oh, my now. goodness. I mean, it's one of those movies where I'll automatically see it many, many times in theaters just because I, it's Chris Nolan. I really hope it comes to the Opry in, like, actual 70-millimeter film. Because yeah. I think yes. almost every single... Interstellar and Dunkirk did. Yeah, so I think they're going to do it again. And yeah. uh, we need to... I'm, I'm paying for it. I don't yeah. care that we have stubs. I'm paying for it. No, yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Honestly, I think the IMAX at Thoroughbred is a joke. Yeah, kind of is. yeah, no, it is. Uh, it's it's just a it's just a bigger screen. Yeah, it, really it doesn't have it like the the IMAX. It's not the height, you know. Normally, yeah. it's like the the stadium seating that's really tall and really tight, and then the screen that's really tall and narrow. And the sound isn't anywhere near what it should be. No. at all. Me because, and I joke because, about it all the time. It's like it says IMAX full immersion. I'm like, no, that's Dolby. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's 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 just not. That's why we don't. I and mean, we we either see the movie in Dolby. Or if we can't, usually it's not in IMAX as well, so we just see it in the regular one. Yeah. Um, I don't go out of my way to see anything in IMAX anymore, unless yeah. it's something no. like, like like an event movie like yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's not in Dolby, I would see it in IMAX over regular. But but typically they're not available in both. No. It's are only the, it's only the giant movies that are. Are you guys excited for Jungle Cruise at no. all? I'm not. I don't care. No. <laughs> At all. I don't think anyone is, but, really. But Jungle is my aesthetic. I love Tarzan. I love the Tarzan live action thing that they did a couple years ago. Um, so, you know what? With Alexander Skarsgård? Yeah. Oh, man, it's, I thought it's, that it's, sucked. It did suck, but I still loved it. It's Tarzan. <laughs> I, I, I never saw it. I love Tarzan. And I love jungle shit. And I love monkey shit, like Planet of the Apes and King Kong and, you know, other Tarzan-type things. And So they're like Jungle Cruise. I'm like, hey, man, it's jungles. So I'm probably going to go see it because it's got jungles in it. But um, I don't like the jungle book. There need to be people. There, my, there is a person in the jungle. No, 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 no. 
Did you see the the John? You didn't see the John Favreau one. I saw pieces. I was uninterested. I liked it. You should watch it. It's it's a good movie. No yeah. talking animals unless it's Caesar. What? <laughs> Caesar the. You have a weird rule set. <laughs> I do. My no no talking animals in my jungle movies. I mean, as long as they're well animated, Lion King, and actually can show emotion, which they do in Jungle Book. <laughs> Ironic. I'm Same down. director as Lion King. Yeah, and somehow he just couldn't connect the. Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. I don't know what it is. I am so excited for yeah, this movie. No. I don't know why Wait, it looks did so see funny. The trailer for this? It's the trailer where yeah. they're like, it's the it's the fat oh, kid on the bike. Oh my star! Wasn't that Kristen Wiig? And it's Kristen Wiig and somebody. Is Maya, Maya Rudolph? Maybe I don't know. But okay, okay. It looks like it but could it be so very fun. funny. Yeah, I wouldn't know because the trailer shows none of the movie. Which I like. I their, like. It just shows their hair. Well, it, it means they're confident and their feet and their hands. Yeah. yeah. I mean, hell, you know what? Lay it on me. I'm pretty stoked. Um, yeah. Morbius. I am. I am. I'm looking forward to Morbius. I am stoked to see this. After I saw the first trailer, Morbibus. I lost my mind. Now. I am very concerned about More the script. Can you stop? <laughs> We're trying to talk. <laughs> I'm very concerned about the script um, because Venom made a shit ton of money and it was the most generic script you could possibly think of. Yeah. It was, but I still and liked it. Yeah, I liked I had, Venom. I had fun yeah. after the first 40 minutes. More, more, more. Nice. M- eh. More, more, mortalist. I swear to God, it's, more, it's more, not hard. More curious. It it looks you a lot te- like you could tell he didn't graduate college. <laughs> um man, I didn't even graduate the first semester of college. <laughs> but um, no, it, it just looks like something that would come out in 05. And Jared Leto doing a superhero role again after what happened with the Joker. I can't I help. Mean, this is the fit I think for. Yeah, him, this fits like, way better for him because I love hey, Morbius in crossed, the comics. Man. I love Morbius in the Spider-Man the animated series. I think this is a great fit for yeah, Jared Leto. I'm just excited. Well, I I don't know. It's probably gonna be PG-13. I'm assuming unless yeah, unless he's well, a strictly R-rated character. Which was I don't Venom? Think it's, it's not. Was Venom PG-13? That was PG-13. Yeah. Venom. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think it would benefit from the rated R because I mean, but they're they're trying to bring in Tom Holland yeah. into these, so they, really? they really can't. Well, yeah. I mean, they have Michael Keaton's Vulture in the trailer. Yes, yeah. so because the new Sony Marvel Studios deal, there's connectivity now, so yes. everything is all connected, or they can connect everything. That's so yeah. weird. We're gonna have these cinematic universes that like Venn diagram with each other. Yeah, I think where Spider Man's okay universe forks off into something else. Yeah, I mean, I Spider Man's my favorite like movie fran- Superman superhero movie franchise currently so oh cool um, i'm all down for it other than like deadpool um i'm very excited what they're gonna do with the third one there but that's not this year yeah um let's move on to august escape from two that's, i i didn't even know there was what a, a weird release time day. for that i thought that was gonna be another january because it did so well for them strange I don't know. dog days of summer kind of movie i guess hmm. Um, Malignant, super, super stoked What is for. that? I, I know nothing. It's just James Wan's new horror movie. Oh, that's okay. It. Malignant is James Wan's new horror movie. Yeah, that's okay. all I know. Excellent. They don't, they don't give anything else about Great. it. But it's it's in post production right now. Great. I'm so happy to see him on original stuff again. Yeah. Um, I'm so happy to see him on horror again. I just I couldn't be more down. Yeah. He's my favorite horror director. I will literally see anything that that man does. I was listening to the the director of The Lighthouse, the commentary, and he was literally talking about like, yeah, I messed this up. I should have taken notes from James Wan and, you know, James Wan does this and I should have done that. And it's like even the artsiest horror directors know. Yeah, like, James Wan is the guy. 
I don't think Annabelle Wallace is that great of an actress, but no, I mean, she's not. No. in the hands of James Wan, I'm sure she can do something really cool with it. Yeah, he must see something in her, I guess. I don't know, but he saw something in Michael Shannon. I was, I was about yeah. to make that comment, so. Um, yeah. So, count me in. I don't know any of those other ones. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard? Oh, sorry, I was... I, Bill and uh, Ted Face the Music? I I do want Bill and Ted face the music. I don't care about Hitman's Wife Bodyguard. I didn't like the first Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, I loved you it. didn't? I it was loved so it. You did. Mm-mm. Well, I mean, I, at first I was kind of mad about it, and then I the more I thought, I'm like, I just forgot. I can't remember a single thing from that movie. It's super campy, but they lay into it, and I yeah. think Sam Jackson and Ryan Reynolds have great chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Salma Hayek was really funny, so I'm I'm interested. Yeah, yeah I was I just, say, I'm excited. I'll see it. Um, I don't know how I feel about Bill and Ted Face the Music, though. Like, I feel like it's too little, too late, and I don't want to see Keanu go back to that character again. Oh, I do. For sure. I'm pretty lukewarm on it. Could go either way for me, honestly. There's not a trailer or anything. Have you seen the first two? There's a trailer. Oh, the first two movies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm super stoked. I mean, I haven't seen... Keanu do like a comedy, but they're so old. So you know, they're so much older now. So it's it's. That's, I don't know. If that's the, the point. Well, I just I don't. I hope the characters hit the same. Yeah, because the whole point was that they were dopey young people. Yeah, but now they're supposed to be dopey old people with yeah, daughters. Yeah, dopey, dopey like, old dads. Exactly. So I feel like this. They've been trying so long to get this off the ground. I feel like if they didn't have something, they it wouldn't have yeah. been started. Right. Yeah, I don't think Keanu would have done it if the script wasn't good. Yeah. Real well, quick. He did, real he did, quick. Did, Sorry. He did replicas. <laughs> Yeah. Well, that was a favor, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then September. Wait, Tom Clancy without remorse? I didn't know they had movies where they put his name in front of it. That's weird. Weird. Because they only do that with his games. Yeah. (laughs) September, Monster Hunter. We got a Paul W.S. Anderson movie coming our way. Oh, that's who directs that? Never mind. I don't care. (laughs) Uh, The Conjuring 3, I am curious. I have my eyes on it. Oh, look, a disaster on September 11th. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm interested. Um, I'm, I, not, I, I'm not excited for the director, but yeah, anything no. Conjuring, I mean. Yeah. It's, yeah. I just, I, I, I'd be shocked if Warner Brothers let their precious only universe really go by the wayside. Yeah. Um, the Kingsman, I'm excited yeah. for. Yeah. I mean, uh, the, you know, I think that's what we need after the Kingsman sequel, which I never did see. You need, Dude, you need to watch it. It's bad. Yeah, it <laughs> fucking sucks, dude. I don't know what they were thinking with that And it's movie. not even like it's... It's the kind of bad where they had such a good balance in the first one, they went way too far with the silliness. Yeah. And this Julianne one... Julianne Moore takes me out consistently. Because I loved the first well, one. Well, then the whole Elton John joke got so old so yeah. fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, so this one, it looks like it's a lot more grounded and like the first one. Perhaps one of my most anticipated of the years right after that, though, which is Last Night in Soho. Yeah. Yes. It is Looking forward to that. Directed by Edgar Wright, his first full-on horror movie. It's in the vein of Don't Look Now and uh, Repulsion and mm-hmm. those kind of slow, boiling, sort of horrifying movies of the 70s. And uh, it, it just, I mean, it's Edgar Wright. It's Edgar Wright. I'm in. Yeah. Baby Trevor. That, that, that's was all you need. Of, that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. Anya Taylor-Joy is a bonus because she's a great actress. Yeah, she really is. So yeah, um, I don't know anything about these other films. Oh, the, the Trial of the Saints Sh- of Newark. The the Trial of the, the excuse me, the Trial of the Chicago Seven is Aaron Sorkin's new movie. He's directing it. It's his follow up to Molly's Game. Oh, oh, sweet! And it's got um, Sasha Baron Cohen, Eddie Redmayne, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Frank Langella, Mark Rylance, Jeremy Strong, and Michael Keaton. Aaron knew that all from memory. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not reading it off anything. <laughs> Yeah, that was it for September. Yeah, let's move on to October. I got one thing in October. Halloween, Halloween kills, kills, bitch. <laughs> Woo! 
Oh, I love I love the the remake of Halloween. It was in my top five of the year, so 2018. Good. I love yeah. it. Same so team, good. down. Yep, yep. down. Yeah. It's it's the second part of a trilogy, right? Um, yeah, it's part two. Yes, because then it's gonna be Halloween ends. It's gonna be 2021. Yeah, what's not I, to love? I can't yeah. wait, and that makes me excited too. It's like we have a plan. This is how the story goes. We're not just making a film, and it's like, well, it made money, so now let's make another one. It's not like the original Halloween franchise they where they plan. like just keep. They're like, well, if this one does well, then we're going to keep going, but we're going to keep, keep, keep call each one the end. And yeah. I'm like, just end it. Um, I'm, I'm excited for Venom too. You know, we're mm-hmm. over the whole origin story crap, and now mm-hmm. we can just get Andy into it. Circus into... Uh, is directing it, which I'm curious about because. I mean, the last thing he did was Mowgli. Mowgli and that movie Wolf. with um, Claire oh, Foy uh, and Breathe. Andrew Garfield. Yeah, Breathe. So he which I heard it was good. Um, I heard it's fine. Yeah, it's just it's not exactly a star track record. So we'll see. Yeah, um, I'm surprised he got it. Honestly, I know it, it, all these actors directing all these blockbusters. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah, Witches, but, I have my eye on. Love that book. Love that director. Zemeckis oh, is on it. But I don't know. If I'm not particularly. You know, chomping mm. at the bit. But honestly, the only thing on my October list on my phone was Halloween Kills. Mm. Uh, G.I. Joe Snake Eyes. I am reserved, but very interested. Who's oh, directing goodness. that? I don't I f- know. I forgot I about remember. those G.I. Joe movies. Yeah, I thought they gave up on those. The second one is not great, but I really enjoy the first one. first one was really campy. I remember that. Oh, that's right. The guy from uh, um, Last Christmas yeah. is playing Snake Eyes. I'm not super... I don't know a ton about... G.I. Joe, but I do know that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys remember that there was talks to mix the G.I. Joe franchise with the Transformers franchise because they're all I Hasbro? remember rumors about that, and I was like, <laughs> you fuck? might as well. <laughs> yeah, I'm with Brad. You might as well. I, I don't know, but now that we got up. Bumblebee, um, and I'm like, oh, wait, we can have a good Transformers movie other than the first one. Like, the director of Bumblebee is directing something that is on my November list. Nope, December list. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so let's get to November. Eternals. Obviously, the Eternals. I didn't know it was coming out this year. Mm-hmm. Call me interested. I'm I'm curious. Um, at this point, Marvel is going to have a harder harder time keeping me on because I had like connections to their characters in the first realm. But this one, where it comes to, like the whole cosmic stuff, I'm like. Eh. Everyone, I've seen a lot of people online talking about, oh, you know, they don't know what the MCU is going to do after Endgame. How do you raise the stakes? Endgame just sets the stage for the really cool shit in the Marvel comics. Like, there's still Galactus. There's still so many other villains that are so fucking cool. And this opens up the door for more cosmic shit, so I'm just super fucking excited. Okay. Um, Aaron, you are just dying. What to is say wrong? Go is it? Ahead. I think I know. Clifford the Big Red Dog! <laughs> I knew that was the one, because I was looking at They're I'm doing like, a live-action adaptation Stop. of Clifford the Big Red Dog! <laughs> Sorry. Is listeners. it going to be fully animated or is that like going to be like a. Like, I didn't even know this or is, was. Or are they out. using a practical dog the size of a house? See, dude, this is. You're, now you're thinking. This I think we're some, on the same page. This did, is, Aaron, did we make this? This is some big brain energy. Dude, if a studio head came to me and was like, I need you to direct a live action adaptation of Clifford the Big Red Dog, I'd be like, fuck yes. <laughs> and he goes, You can't say that during the movie. And you're like, Can you imagine, Brad? A giant red dog. <laughs> Dude, we would make it so wacky. <laughs> it would honestly, if it's animated, I'm not nearly as interested. Yeah. If uh, it, James, are you checking? Yeah, it, it okay. says it says animation. Okay. Well, I'm still excited, but <laughs> Paramount's doing it. Can you imagine a live action giant fucking red dog? <laughs> well, I mean, it it would have to be 
the dog would have to be animated no matter what. Yeah. But if no, they... No, no, no. You take a green screen, you just tape a dog to it, and... Covered and in you Kool-Aid just powder. Cu- and you just make it big <laughs> in post. Or, you know, or... You, Doesn't you, Clifford talk, though, in the books? Um, I can't say I don't that. know. Actually, I, know I don't know if he does. That. Um, <clears throat> well, the director, Walt Becker, he directed Old Dogs, Wild Dogs. Um, Beautiful. More oh, dogs. No. National Lampoon's Van Wilder, which I do like. Glory Days, Alvin and the Chipmunks, Woof. Oh, this is going no, to be is, horrible. This is exactly what oh, I want. Oh, God. <laughs> this yeah, is perfect. I just hope it's, I hope it's like just crazy enough or like no it they, needs they to have the no it needs to have fart jokes and yeah. it, it needs to be in the vein of marmaduke it just needs to be very bad oh, cr- oh how about show dogs we should make it like show dogs, show dogs. with will arnett i don't think i know what you're talking about that came out you've like, never seen show dogs well i haven't seen it either all i know is that uh there was a part where they had to cut out in theaters because it was really rapey oh my god <laughs> or, i do remember this now yeah i remember like because the they were like you know, we're not used to the trainers, like, checking our testicles, but you just have to let them do it and get used to it. And and angry, like, Facebook moms got mad at that. And I'm like, it is kind of gross, but <laughs> it's just, it just crazy because I'm like, who cares this much about a Will Arnett dog movie? I don't know. Um, I'm excited for Deep Water. Um, so that I... movie is going to be directed by Adrian Lin. Um, Ooh, it's yes, a psychological yes, yes. thriller yeah, with Anna de Armas attraction. and uh, oh. Ben Affleck. Yeah, that, that looks, was on my list. That looks really interesting. I like that director. Yeah. Cool. He did Fatal Attraction and he did uh, Jacob's Ladder and Unfaithful. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Okay. I, I knew, didn't know about that and one. it's November release. Red Notice, I'm going to guess, is about commies? About the Soviets, maybe? What's going on? Um, I think it's about Clifford the Big Red Dog. I think it's like run a... red notice that Clifford the Big Red Dog's coming out. It's like it's like we got a red notice down I really, on I want 14th a, Avenue. Apparently it's an action comedy thriller written by um, Rawson Marshall uh, Thurber. Oh, Rawson Marshall Thurber, who yeah. did Dodgeball and Skyscraper. Starring Dwayne Johnson, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. Okay, I can tell what kind of movie it's going to be. Okay, yeah, so we'll we'll see. Yeah. I am super excited for Godzilla vs. Kong. Yes, yes. I'm very I'm excited. Very, yes. very excited. Because um, this one is Adam Wingard, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm really excited yeah. to see what he does with it. I've Me loved, too. I've liked bo- all, both Godzillas. The, I loved Kong. Yeah. Um, such a unique look at the character. I just loved the action sequences in that. Oh, yeah. Um, the visuals great. in the action sequence. I mean... A, a modern Godzilla v Kong with giant money behind it, directed yeah. by the king of you know low budget horror or yeah. one of the low kings. Yeah. Footage um, leaked and we saw like the scale of Kong for this new movie. Fuck, I can't wait. Is yeah, he huge? it's gonna be yeah. sick. He's the same size as Godzilla. Like yeah. he's the same height. I cannot wait. And Godzilla is the biggest he's ever been. Right? Oh yeah. What yeah. more could you want? Like that's the thing. This is gonna be one of those movies that gets a forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, it's just it's like, only monster fights. Well, just like Godzilla versus. Uh, King of Monsters. I need to see it. It's. I wish humans were in it less, but the monster fights are so cool. Yeah, <laughs> I thought the balance was really was really good for once because we we get a lot of monsters. We, do. we get a lot we of do. Godzilla. Like yeah. it's actually about. Them. I didn't care for the first Godzilla as much. Oh, I, lo- I, I loved, loved it. it. Yeah. yeah, one of my favorite scenes from that movie is the skydive, the score, mm, the phenomenal. Dude, that was cool. That was insane. Yeah, insane. And the build up to his to his atomic breath down the monster's throat. 
Yes. Just sick. Yeah. It, um, it, it is such a dudes movie. We're just yeah. like, that's all I want. It's I was so pissed. cool. I was pissed that Brian Cranston wasn't really oh, in it. Oh, I know. That was some marketing that, that kind of pissed yeah. me off. That, that would have made the movie way better if he, if he was the lead in it the whole time. Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't buy the relationship between Aaron Taylor Johnson and Elizabeth Olsen. I didn't no. buy it at all. Yeah, because they're siblings in like the next movie they're in. So, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> um, Raya and the Last Dragon. I'm interested in that. I that don't know what that really is. Good. Um, it's animated. Oh. Um, it just looks really, really good. I can't remember the, who the who's studio. the studio. I'm going to find out right now. Um, I'm really interested in that. Oh, it's cool they're doing a sequel to that bomb King Arthur with King Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Hunnam's back. He's back for revenge, you you idiots. You didn't like my first one. It's a it's a tie-in to Robin Hood with Taron Edgerton. <laughs> oh, God. It's Disney animation. Oh, okay. Oh. So, oh, so it's like like part of their like Big Hero Six uh, yeah. line. Okay. Hmm. Um, Same thing. I, with I, onward I, I typically too. like those a lot. Onward and Soul. So going to be pretty. Well, no. Well, no, those are Pixar. Yeah. Right. I'm okay. Yeah. So this one's not Pixar. Pixar. I'm excited to see so many original properties coming out this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's quite a few. Yeah. Let's move on to December. Dune. Super excited for Dune. Dune. Anything Denis Villeneuve uh, comes out with. I'm down. It's like, starring, he's so good. Here's the cast. I didn't realize. Uh, Timothy Chalamet, mm-hmm. Josh Brolin, Rebecca Ferguson, Oscar Isaac, Javier Bardem, Jason Momoa, Dave Bautista, and Zendaya. Yeah. We're yeah. getting a giant cast of great oh, actors. I um, want I might read the book even before this comes out. I, actually, I don't want to know anything about it. I want to yeah. go into this blind. I, I don't. I know nothing about Dune. I've never seen anything from it. So yeah, I, I, I don't know anything at all so either. huge and so cosmic and so different. So maybe I will. Check I feel like you up. might you might set yourself up for disappointment though, because Denis Villeneuve probably won't follow it to a T. No, I mean yeah. that's. I mean David Lynch's Dune was such a big disappointment. So I mean he's he's doing that thing again where he's doing a sequel or a remake to an 80s movie that was done by a great director but tanked upon Arrival. Yeah. Well, I mean, his last movie... Yeah, his last movie did too. Blade Runner, it didn't do well. Which is No, that's what I'm saying is he did... I feel like it's made its money back at this point though with like home video sales and that Uh, kind of thing. I think you overestimate home video sales. This, I just wish it did more in theaters because it's yeah. so fucking good, man. They it's said such an amazing. Film. I think I read the statistic that fifty percent of the money that a movie will make in its lifetime is made in its first weekend. Yeah, that's um, crazy. At least that's that doesn't seem to be the truth with international anymore. But yeah, but yeah, what it makes in theaters is pretty much what it's going to make. Uh, coming to um, coming to America too. Yeah. Okay, I'm I wasn't really sure if for that. when I saw the title, I was like, okay, I didn't know how many of the original there were. Well, and the director, it's the Craig Brewer who did Black Snake Moan, Hustle and Flow, My Name is Do- or Dolomite is My Name. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. So, okay, those first two, I wasn't so. He is a Memphis-based filmmaker of all things. Cool. Um. So yeah. So I'm I'm happy color. that Eddie Murphy's back. I'm really excited. Yeah. I think um, everybody. Yeah. Is, I think is, everyone's down yeah yeah yeah. um west side story i i don't like i don't know much about west side story yeah well so it's steven spielberg so at the same time it's just gonna be i I don't know i liked ready player one quite a bit but he's loved ready yeah it was really cool spielberg Um, is on kind of a dry streak he really is i mean his later years have been pretty dry so yeah we'll see could be good i like ansel elgort and he can sing very well so who's um it's warner brothers doing tom and jerry it's directed by Tim Story. Oh, that's right. We talked about that last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm counting that one out. And then I had three movies that were listed as TBD, but mm-hmm. 
listed to come out in 2020. I feel like there's a couple in mind, too. So, the first one was The French Dispatch, which is Wes Anderson's new movie. Ooh. That is apparently coming out this year. It's starring Timothy Chalamet, Francis McDormand, Tilda Swinton, Leia Sadu, uh, Benicio Del Toro, Saoirse Ronan, Bill Murray, Jeffrey Wright, and Owen Wilson. Hmm. Um, so, that is listed for 2020. Another one that's listed for 2020 is I'm Thinking of Ending Things. That's Charlie Kaufman's new movie who did... Oh, uh, yeah, Anomalisa. Yeah. He, I think he did Syndicate in New York. Yeah. He wrote Adaptation. Um, he wrote Being John Malkovich. Uh, so, hey man, I'm on board. And then one of my uh, most anticipated, apparently David Fincher has a new movie coming out this year called Mank, based on the life of uh, something something Mankiewicz, who is involved in Citizen Kane somehow. Apparently he's been trying to get the movie made since 94. Oh, damn. Yeah, which is would have been his second movie. That's yeah, a, I was like, that was before uh, Seven. The script is written by his father, who has since passed, and uh, he wouldn't shoot it unless he could shoot it in black and white, and all of his work with Netflix, Netflix finally agreed to let him do it. It's about something about the making yeah. of Citizen Kane. And he used that red monochrome for uh, suit and tie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, the, the red monochrome camera was made for him because he was a pioneer at that company. Yeah. Social Network's one of the first movies to use the camera. Nice. Yeah. I'm, whatever whatever there is. Um, the only other movie that I, we haven't talked about, because it's technically 2019, but it was it, you can't see it until like April, is The yeah. Painted Bird. Hmm. Um, this caused walkouts at... I believe it was the Chicago Film Festival and, like, other places, too. Um, it's, like, a Holocaust, like, epic mm-hmm. um, about this child going through, you know, I think... Let me see. I'll just read the synopsis real quick. It's super short. A young Jewish boy in Poland seeks refuge in the forest during World War II where he encounters many different characters. It's kind of like a... Just, a, a, like I said, an epic um, of this kid's journey through, like, Holocaust-torn Poland. Um, and wow. I've heard it's incredibly dark and Man. very hard to watch but that's kind of right up my alley if, if a movie causes walkouts at something yeah. give it to me yeah, right right same. now and IFC recently just said like April 17th is when it's going to hit theaters in the states okay. so yeah. we're going to have to go see that and we're going to have to go get therapy afterwards so <laughs> let's do it so what would you guys say is your single most anticipated movie of the year mm. Tenant so far yeah what about you I think it's I think it's Tenet or the Painted Bird. Yeah, mine is probably Clifford the Big Red Dog. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm curious, honestly. No, uh, Tenet and Last Night in Soho. Hmm. I don't know though. Movies like Mank are really interesting to me. Uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, though, I think does trump them all. Yeah. No. No. I mean. <laughs> They're no, dude. They're using the red camera on that that was developed by Clifford, <laughs> and they're gonna be using uh, like a Virtual Boy vision where it's just red and black. They're and gonna that's it. they're gonna use a real big red dog. Did you know that? No, because it's not true. No, they're in Australia. That's where they are. They're mm-hmm. just really, they're yeah. really deep inland, so they can't yeah. find them. But there's like, there's like six big red dogs just they found running. a village of giant dogs, and we're like, guys, get them on the phone, get the rights now, and we needed. A really well, big animal trainer. Well, they needed a lot of red dye too. They were not red dogs, you silly goose. But they oh, were silly they, me. Yeah, but they were they were dogs like the size of a house. Gotcha. Yeah. Whale. And somehow they just dodged Google Maps. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you can't see them from space, you turkey. Uh, you can see this, dude. You can see like our driveway from space. 
No, no. So you could be able to see dogs I mean, being like, taken pictures of. No, they, they, it's, it's, they hide. They're you, like Bigfoot. You dumbass. You really think Google would miss giant dogs? Yes, I do because they're smart. See, that's the thing. They have an extra room for a big brain. Oh, so they, they can sense the satellites coming in. They're like, we gotta hide. Yeah, well, they can actually speak English. What? Yeah, right. that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're so. in Australia. They'd only speak Australian. Oh, damn it. Jesus. I know. <laughs> well, you know, as long as they can cover up the accent, they should be good. <laughs> well, I mean, the kid's going to find the dog and be like, look. Mom, look at the dog. He's going to go, oh, I put the shrimp on the barbie. And then, uh... and you know what's frustrating, too, is moving into the Oscars and representation. People are talking about representation, things like that. I am, I am furious that there are no big red dogs on this list this year. Yeah. <laughs> they it's, can it, talk. They can act, and frankly, there was a big red dog in that one movie, uh, Cats. He was, <laughs> I mean, we couldn't... You know what sucks, though? Like, they wouldn't show him being red. We only heard him. And I'm we only like, heard him. We're ready as a, as as a, a culture for a to, red, yes, to, for to see a big red, red dog. dog. Yeah. I just think it's disgusting. It is disgusting. It's revolting, actually. So. Yeah. So backwards. It's John Travolting. It's just... <laughs> God, I'm ending this stuff. <laughs> this is going off the rails so fast. Um, was there any other um, most anticipated films you guys wanted to talk about before um, we get into... Not that... Cliff of the Big Red Dog. Shut up. <laughs> not, not, not that um, I can see, because, you know, there's. I'm sure there's a lot of, of those, like, small independent movies that we're super stoked for, but they just don't have a date yet. Yeah. Yeah. So, at this point, that's all we can I really, really speak I really would love of. to see that Wes Anderson movie this year. I really hope that that comes out. And also, any Fincher movie, man. My, oh, yeah. my attention is locked. You know, he's he's one to really be careful about the movies he makes. So. Yeah, he hasn't made a bad one since Alien 3. And I don't... I, mean, that, I, I, I wouldn't even count it as that bad. Yeah, yeah, and I don't count it either, so... No, I don't count it. Yeah, he's never made a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there will be a bunch of films that's going to come out in 2020 that we haven't covered, and we will talk about some of those at some point. Yeah. Um, so let's let's move into the official Oscar nominations. We'll go category by category. Maybe not hit every single category, because there's some... There's some that just, yeah. we don't really have any expertise on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's start off with um, Best Actor. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I need to see Pain and Glory. I do too. Yeah. I've heard it's wonderful. Uh, Almodovar is a great director. I, I, I am, love the skin I live in. Um, I, so I the the two it. popes. I like Brad said. It's a. I need to see it, but it, it is a bit of a bummer to see a dry sort of mean potatoes drama yeah, take up so much space. Yeah, take up all this space. But like, I can't say anything until I see the movie. Um, I don't. I don't think I have any particular complaints about the best actor category. Oh, I do. Adam Sandler's not on it. Oh yes, yeah. yes. I'm yes, pissed yes. about Christian Bale. Um, Christian Bale should have been nominated for Ford v Ferrari. He's well, insane. Is he good. supporting? Or is he lead? I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he would count as a lead. Like I would see him and Matt Damon as leads. You. Uh, oh well. I mean, wouldn't you count Brad Pitt and Leo in Once Upon a Time as two leads as well? I mean, I but guess. I guess you would. Regardless, but, he's not nominated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on. I mean. I haven't seen it, so I can't I th- really... I'm, I wouldn't say I was disappointed, because he's won before, and he's been nominated a bunch of times. Yeah. Um, I'm just... I'm just bummed. Take off Jonathan Price and put Adam Sandler in there, you dingus. <laughs> Have you guys seen Dolomite is my name? No. no. So I've heard Eddie, Mur- Eddie Murphy's insanely good in that movie, and a lot of my friends are saying he should have been nominated. Yeah, that one was underseen mainly because it just kind of dropped onto Netflix with little fanfare. Yeah, yeah. There, there wasn't a ton of Granted, the two popes is getting nominations, so clearly we're... Yeah, and they came out, like, really late in the year. 
Yeah. So, like, what is going on with I that? Know. I I want to see it. I mean, it's from the director of City of God, so. Mm. Oh. Okay. That was really good. Yeah. Yeah. Just so. that this, I just, every time I saw stuff about it, I'm like, I just don't care. Like, I wish I did. I, you know, I'm interested. I'm interested. I'll, I'll watch it. But anyway, supporting actors where they really goofed up, I think. Yes. This is where the Academy's voter base age shows. They're mostly white males over 60. Um, and so, I mean, this is where it shows. Yeah. yeah. And as much as, you know, the, the Irishman was good, I, I wouldn't put Al Pacino. Well, Al Pacino more so than Joe Pesci. I would, I, would put, I, I would go I would the opposite out. way. I would say really? that Joe Pesci was better than Al Pacino. Oh, in my I thought opinion. Al Pacino was the best thing about the movie. Yeah, oh, it, to me too. That's what I thought. Tom Hanks, I think, deserves a nomination. One hundred percent. He won't win, but I'm glad he's on there. I would just replace Anthony Hopkins and Joe Pesci with um, Shia LaBeouf and Willem. Willem Dafoe. Yep, Willem Dafoe. I'd give him the day. Yeah, I would yeah, let him he win. He should have been nominated. And he should. He should win. The Lighthouse was really ignored, and again, the Academy voter base age shows because it's a very sort of bold. Well, it's a very like you know daring mid twenties to like mid thirties our kind. generation. Yeah, um, it's our generation's definition of an art movie. Yeah. Um, I I think pretty sure Brad Pitt's gonna win. I yeah, think he's I would almost, give it to Brad Pitt. I think for he's sure. almost a lock because he's yeah. won everywhere else. I, that kind of came out of nowhere to me. It did. It's it's he's it's really good exact. in it, but it's just not something I anticipated. It's not a heavy duty or flashy performance. Yeah, so. but it's I'm kind of glad it's like a career thing because he's never won for acting. He is not. Um, he's won he's, for picture twice. Yeah. So I'm I'm excited that he's finally gonna get his dues because he deserves it. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about um, best lead actress. Um, it's kind of a slow year. It was a slow year. Yeah. I can't. Can you think of any? Anybody that should be on there. Aquafina. I personally, I would put. Oh yeah, Aquafina got snubbed so yeah, hard for sure. I would get. I would give it to her. Um, oh, another thing, actually, about Best Actor. I'm so sorry, Taron Egerton didn't get nominated for Rocketman. Yeah, Man. And haven't seen Rocketman. It also Man, so seems really so good. It, it seems really unfair. Someone said this, and it's so true. It seems really unfair that Rami Malek wins an Oscar for lip syncing Freddie Mercury, and then uh, Taron Egerton wins a Golden Globe, and then doesn't even get nominated for an Oscar for actually singing Elton John. Yeah, yeah, singing like like he's so good. Not to put down Rami Malek, who was oh, amazing in that movie, but um, it is. I feel kind like of a shame. Rami Malek d- did a better like job of. I don't know. It was it was a different performance. It was very They're different much people. Yeah, and you know you have Taron Egerton able to meet with Elton John and kind of get his mannerisms and all that. Um, Rami didn't have that. Yeah. So that that is an aspect to it. But I definitely think he deserved a nomination yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, sorry, actress. I, I yes. interrupted. You. Oh, um, let's see. Oh yeah, Aquafina. Uh, yeah, I finally I, saw the farewell. I, I oh, you did. God, she's so good. She's yeah, so good. The movie's really good, and it's not like a super flashy performance, but it's so grounded and so subtle, real. And it's, it's so very real, real I, that it's it's a shame because you know you have like Scarlett Johansson who also gave a really real performance, and but it's flashier. The performance it is a bit flashier. flashier um, I haven't sure. seen Judy. I haven't seen Bombshell. I haven't seen Harriet. I can't speak to it. Bombshell's really good. Oh, it's did really you see good. it? Yeah, oh, I finally saw it. Oh, I'm, I'm catching it. up on all the Oscar movies. Okay. Um, I think Renee's going to get it, even though she's already won before. But um, I haven't that's seen Judy. I've heard, she, I've heard she's fantastic. I was it. actually pretty happy to see Saoirse Ronan on there for Little Women because I thought she was excellent. So. When, I don't know, when, is, she, when is she not good? And really, well, well, then, yeah. when is she going to win? She's been nominated like four times at this point. I know she, she'll like, win eventually. It, I, I, I wouldn't mind if she won this year because yeah. none of these really scream out to me as being. It'll be like, a Leo thing. She'll get her. six nominations and then eventually get. The yeah. Win. yeah, I thought she was going to win for Lady Bird for for a little while. Yeah, I until, thought she was going to win. Um, uh, the the favorite, the favorite, 
Uh, Olivia Coleman. Olivia Coleman mm. was there yeah. last year. Yeah, mm. which she deserved. I was actually really happy. Yeah. That was before the I saw was that. Amazing. Yeah, she yeah. was so good in that. Supporting actress. I was happy to see Kathy Bates on there. She was fine. I, I thought she was fine. I don't think it was worth a nomination. Not at all. I she mean, was, who would you put she, in her place? I mean, I don't know, but I mean, okay, cool. You're a you're a great mom. Oh, Florence Pugh and Midsommar is somebody that I would for lead. Yeah, yeah in and lead. I, yes. I, I I know I wouldn't get it, but Sophia Batella from Climax. Uh, I would, Zhao Zhushen for the farewell, the grandmother in the farewell. I, I would have liked to have seen her in supporting actress. Oh, yeah, that was a huge uh, snub. Yeah, that I was very surprised she wasn't on there. Yeah. Um, Florence Pugh and Little Women. That was an interesting choice because that's not the best Florence Pugh Perfume Perfumance. <laughs> Florence Pugh performance this year. Um, she was great, Little Women. It's just that none of the voters saw Midsommar. Yeah, that's a shame. It's, it's a stupid. shame that or, so that or they that saw it and they don't even like doesn't register that they can actually vote for it. Yeah, it, it's really frustrating how the Academy voters think in that regard. I mean, they're old. Which is why I'm excited for, like, if we ever get to be able to be voters in the Academy, like, we can at least try to change that a bit. Yeah. It'll happen. Put it into the universe, dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You heard me here on the <laughs> Careful for Spoilers podcast. It's on the record. <laughs> it's on record. <laughs> um, Margot Robbie and Bombshell. That one was an interesting choice, but I haven't seen Bombshell. Wait, it just didn't seem Do like... you think, James, that she yeah. deserves it? Okay. Yeah. I um, think she's great. Okay. Great? Okay. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Let's see, Scarlett. I think Scarlett Johansson should win yeah. for Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. She was so good. Laura Dern in Marriage Story has but, my vote. Uh, well, I know she's Laura Dern is going to win. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. It, that's almost a lock at this point. She was um, so good. But I love Scarlett Johansson's performance in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, she's so good in that movie. Yeah. Um, I don't. I can't speak to the animated because I haven't seen any of these. Yeah, the you only didn't one see Toy seen... Story Four. No. Oh, the only I one I've seen is Toy Story Four. Actually, now that you say it, yeah, I've only seen Toy Story Four. Um, yeah. I've never seen any of the How to Train Your Dragon movies. I don't really want to. I, I the, fell off after the first one. The first one's really good. I never saw the second I heard one. The second one. Sorry. I heard the third one's fantastic. Um, is that this one? Is this the Hidden World? Is yeah. that the third one? They should have just called it three because they have a whole subculture of Netflix movies that are named How to Train Your Dragon colon uh, other title. And so everyone's going to think that's what this is. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so stupid. You just call it three. That was just a thing I had. I didn't like that at all. Um, I heard, Frozen 2. I, well, I heard wait. that was quite the snub, but... Oh, no. I, I heard that wasn't very good. Like, it didn't deserve to be on here. I um, wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. My, my, my sister was a big fan of the first one, and she thought the second one was just meh. Like, m- most people really didn't... Like, it's the highest-grossing just... animated movie ever made. Yeah? Okay. I'm just saying, that's, that's, cra- <laughs> that's a side note. That's crazy. A lot of people think Avatar's meh. <laughs> oh, no, I, I'm just tossing that out there. It's just, it's interesting to see Disney yeah. snubbed. Uh, I Lost My Body. Uh, I've heard it's really cool. Oh, I've heard it's an artsy French animated movie. Oh, it's, wait, it's French? It. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> um, Klaus, uh, that was a surprise. I've heard that was really good. Yeah. Um, and then Missing that, Link won at the Globes. That there, shocked me. Has there been a Christmas movie nominated for an Oscar before? I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> maybe like in the fifties. I don't Who know. Knows? Like maybe it's uh, like it's, well, a, wonderful like, it's a wonderful life. I think got some attention. Mm, that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, cinema, c- cinema, I'm pretty sure Toy Story Four is going to win. I'm almost positive. As it should. But Missing Link won at the Globes, and I don't. I don't know what that exactly what that means. I am excited to see the lighthouse um, in cinematography. Yes, I was yeah, worried it wasn't going to get Jaron Blaschke's cinematography. Yeah, I can't. I don't. I don't think any. There's any snubs here. I think these nah. are all worthy. Um, 
the only one that maybe I would change maybe like Parasite had really good cinematography I wouldn't know I'd have to I'd have to go through because the, the Irishman is the only one that I was kind of muted about because so it's, I would take out the Irishman and put in Parasite yeah, yeah, I would probably do the I, same. I, I, I'm, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Honestly, I wouldn't nominate Irishman for Best Picture. Like it's it same. It, I wouldn't it, would, it would make zero nominations on my list. Same because yeah, it's it like sh- oh, it's Scorsese, so give him the nomination. Yeah, yeah, I think it's again those old white guys that are just you know oh Scorsese, he's, he's one of us. We're going to nominate his movie. Where I'm like, guys, it, it's not that they good. nominate yeah. him for the sake of him being Martin Scorsese. Yeah, yeah. So it's I mean the obvious shame. choice is 1917. I mean, yeah, if, if not, yeah. give it to Deacons. If not that, I think Joker might get it. Yeah, I mean, Joker, Joker looks Oh my awesome. god. <laughs> Once Upon a Time in Hollywood does look excellent. I mean, yeah. they're all excellent looking movies. Yeah, all four of these are, like, any of them would win, and I would go, yes. Yes, yeah. except for the Irishman. Yeah, I if the Irishman wins, I'm gonna be like, what? It I won. honestly don't know why it's in here for cinematography. Yeah. Like, I don't get it. And again, I would go, I need to watch it again. I don't want to watch it again. It's like, yeah, sure, it's shot really well. Yeah. I mean, but best cinematography? Like, Three and a half hours, man. I, I can't. 1917 will win. Yeah, yeah I, I think, I I think so. that's a top runner for it. Deacons, um, man, getting his uh, time in the sun finally. Finally, yeah. The greatest cinematographer ever, possibly. Yeah. So. For sure. Yeah, so let's move on to costume design. Um, this is one I can't speak much to. I haven't seen Little Women, so I can't speak I'm re- to I'm really design. bad at predicting this. Like, every year I have a hard I'm time. I'm not a very good judge of that. And also, but the thing about something like Little Women that's confusing to me, though, is it's like you didn't have to create much of anything. You were You were going and looking back at old... You know, things that already existed, which is why something like Joker, that's what my eye is immediately drawn to Joker versus Jojo Rabbit, Irishman, Little Women, and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is you're going through closets of clothes that already exist. But for Joker, you're trying to create new costumes that speak to a new universe. And so that's why I'm always leaning toward things like the science fiction costumes and the superhero costumes and things like that because you have to build a world and not just, you know, dig through. Based on what I've heard, I actually think the Irishman's going to win it because of the amount of costume changes. Hmm. I think. Janeiro had over like a hundred costume changes. Wait, I see that. I'd like to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood win. Um,. You know, just yeah. That had that had really good costumes. I mean, these all had great costumes. It's just a matter of I don't know how to pick. Yeah, I mean, the um, I don't know. I really don't know what's going to win in this category. Yeah, Man, I don't. Know. I, I think I would give it to Joker, honestly. But um, I I really don't have a horse in this race. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah, so let's move on to Best Director. The controversial one. This is the one that's been getting all the attention. Uh, Sam Mendes, Todd Phillips, Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, Bong Joon-ho. I'd give it to Bong Joon-ho right now. I would as well. Yeah. 100%. I would would love if Sam Mendes did, but... He's already won. He's already won, um, and... Bong Joon-ho is just such a fresh breath, breath of fresh air that yeah. I would love to see him win. He's such yeah. a fresh breath. I was surprised Todd Phillips... Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. Cut c- cut it out. Cut, cut this out. <laughs> um, he's such a... I just want to breathe his air. <laughs> just breathe directly into my mouth. Um, Todd Phillips was an interesting choice. Yeah, I was surprised he Same got with it. Marty Scorsese. I mean, he should be nominated, no, dude. Well, Joker's insanely good. Every frame of that movie is just perfection. I don't know. I mean, that's kind of where I think 
that I, that movie in my mind is all costumes, cinematography, score, and Joaquin Phoenix. But then right. you're like, oh, that's the director. I just think about Sam Mendes, Quentin Tarantino, and Bong, Bong Joon Ho like carrying their movies, tying it together. Uh, Todd Phillips had a great script. Uh, the direction, it's like I don't know if you had that script, that costume designer, that composer, and Joaquin Phoenix, could you make the same movie? Um, maybe I don't know. I just I, that's you know Martin Scorsese and Todd Phillips is where I look at it and go, okay, is there room for somebody like Lulu Wang or for Noah Baumbach or for Robert Eggers? In my humble opinion, mm-hmm. um, you know. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Martin Scorsese is the one I'd kick right off, though. Yeah, for sure. Oh, but immediately. I mean. I I, need, I really want Bong Joon Ho to win. I really Me want too. him to win. I I would really. I don't know if what kind of um, like lead does Parasite have right now because I know it lost a little steam, but it's, I think it's gaining it back. Yeah, I, especially because it's coming out. It's already out on digital. Like you can rent yeah. it digitally now. Um, can you rent it? Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. no, sorry, not rent. You, you can, can buy, buy it. it. Uh, yeah. The week after next, you can buy it on Blu-ray. Nice. Which I'm super stoked for. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. So my personal pick is Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, yeah I don't. Too. Again, but when it comes to like predictions, I don't know. A lot of people are saying Tarantino is going to have his day in the sun because he's never won a directing Oscar. No, no, um, not over these. I other wouldn't. Choices. Well, and also, it's not even his best movie, Tarantino. Yeah, like, I wouldn't mind. But again, when you have other no- nominees like this, like and man, Bong Joon Ho, yeah, it has to be Sam Mendes or Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, yeah I will those, not accept anything else. Those honestly. are clearly the achievement. This, so this is another thing. Unless this splits the vote and then it goes to Quentin. It wouldn't split the vote, I don't think. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but th- this is why whenever someone brings up the controversy of, oh my God, there are no women in the category, you know, something like little women should be in there. I go, okay, well... If you're going to want to put a woman in there, you need to put either Alma Harrell for Honey Boy uh, for doing that daring... I mean, it's a daring movie. Yeah. It's a daring movie. It's wonderfully done. Wonderfully done. Or you need to put in Lulu Wang for kind of the same thing. It's so intimate. It's so personal. It's so raw. And it's so beautifully uh, composed and put together. I went, You know, it's an achievement in directing. But you wouldn't let either of those movies win because, like... Parasite and 1917 are the achievements this year. 100%. A couple years ago, it was Dunkirk. But yeah. again, and then so then everyone's like, well, they didn't nominate any women. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, they're a dumb academy. Like, surprise. They don't nominate good things. They gave Ben Affleck the directing Oscar. No, they didn't. No, they, they gave didn't. him picture. Yeah, they gave him picture because he didn't get director. Because he didn't yeah. get director. Well, I yeah. guess points for them then. But still, I, I, I have found them to be an overall stupid organization that doesn't make good choices. So... Um, so I don't watch that many documentaries. Do you guys? No. I haven't seen any of these. All I know I is that American, American Factory is going to win. Yeah. Barack Obama's a producer on American Factory. You know that? Oh. I didn't. Oh, well, why is he not on? They're the directors. Oh. I think. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so do you guys have anything else you wanted to add on no, the documentaries? No, yeah, I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't seen any of this year. No, yeah, so much. we'll skip. We'll also skip documentary, short subject. Skip yeah. all the shorts. Stuff. Yeah. Editing. No, no yeah. one cares. This is one I Yeah, so film to. editing. Um, it, see, this is, again, where I see Thelma Shoemaker, who I actually think is quite a sloppy editor. Um, I So for film Irishman. editing, I'm going with Ford v. Ferrari. I've heard that is incredibly well edited. Yeah, yeah it's um, insanely well edited. I think it's going to go to that or Parasite. Yeah, probably Parasite. Parasite is also really well edited. Joker is really well cut as mm-hmm. well. Um, See, Joker actually, uh, I'm 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 iffy on Joker because there are some scenes that like 
linger a little too long. There's some shots that drag on. There are some things I'd like to see more of. Well, you have a really short attention span when it comes to that kind of stuff. No, but I mean, like, I just think about, like, if I was there in the edit bay, I'd be like, make that shot longer. Okay, now cut that one. Like... You know what I mean? Like, I, it's not a perfect edit in the way that Jojo Rabbit is a perfect edit. Jojo Rabbit is a perfect edit. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised that got a nom. Like, me that's not, too. That's not one that I immediately think of. No, it's oh, the, I, I thought you know, so immediately. But yeah. you know what's funny is the more I think about it, because that one confused me, but the more I think about it, I'm like, it's a perfect cut. That's what it is. It's a comedy with a perfect edit. Um, the Irishman and Joker both have some really rough edges. Um, Irishman, definitely. I don't see that in Joker at all. Yeah, yeah, there's I, some really weird edits in Irishman sometimes. It's the most weird man. They do, she does that in Wolf of she, Wall Street. And in she Silence. might win too because you know, they're like, she edited a three and a half hour movie, and made it great. I'm like, well, first of all, not great. Second of all, <laughs> yeah, no. Ford v Ferrari seems to be the favorite to win this one. Um, that is my pick for sure. <laughs> I want to see it, man. I mean, it, you I can't imagine how difficult it is. Like, it's like Mad Max Fury Road. Like racing sequences, yeah, so hard. Racing to edit. sequences are always. It's like, what do you do? Because even it, the few little mini car chases I did on Clowner Guides, it's like I had so much coverage, I didn't know what the hell to cut to, when to cut to it, and then. It can easily become sloppy. It can easily become hard to see what's going on. That so. and to keep the tension mm-hmm. up, it's it's hard. Exactly. So I think I think Ford v Ferrari is going to get it. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on that movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. It's excited. To see it. Yeah. Where did you see it? I. Oh, things. that's right. That's right. <laughs> I, saw, I saw it. Well, we, we know he's going to buy it, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely buying it on Blu-ray for yeah, sure. International feature film. Years like this always make me laugh because it's like Parasite. I wonder what. I wonder who's going to win. You know what sucks, though? That France picked Les Miserables instead of Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Like, what a stupid choice. I wouldn't know. I haven't seen either of them. But when it comes to just everything I've heard from P- Portrait of a Lady on Fire, like, it's it masterful. To, it definitely seems to be the like, favorite. what the hell? And it, that would be the only, like, huge competition Paris I would have if yeah, they actually did it. That That's not going to win. It won't. <laughs> of course not. But Pain and Glory is Well, I don't even it. think it even stands a chance at all. No, not at all. But yeah. still, it's it's the one that people seem to like. So just yeah. that the other ones, who, who knows? Yeah, North Macedonia? Where is that? <laughs> North Macedonia. That's interesting. I know that's Macedonia. So I just didn't know it. there was north and south, I guess. Yeah, huh. I don't know. Oh, well, let's move on to makeup and hairstyling. Bombshell. It's probably going to be Bombshell. Yeah. I mean, she looks like Megan Kelly. Yeah. That's really all it comes down to. Judy, I guess they do something similar. Maleficent, nineteen seventeen. Why is nineteen seventeen nominated for this? I think all of, like the gore and the um, well, the, the one because the, the reason that Suicide Squad won was I think for Killer Croc and keeping track of like smudges and continuity with makeup is a yeah. huge part of it apparently. Mm, yeah, and that's why Suicide Squad won because of like keeping track of everyone's you know like Harley Quinn's makeup that keeps getting smudged and there was a, like they pretty much had to do makeup for almost every character in that movie um, and keep up with it so that's why I was like okay I can see why okay. that would deserve but the it. 1917 would be easier because then it's like okay this is an extremely linear movie so it's like you got two characters I don't know there's some there's clearly something I'm missing yeah um, you know yeah um but it's it's going to go to Bombshell 
for sure. Yeah, more than likely. Um, so let's talk about best original score. Um, hands okay, down, so Joker. I actually <laughs> yeah. listened to all of these um, over the past couple days, and I was surprised um, at what I thought of them. I mean, Joker is obviously the answer. Joker is the only score that is different in any way. Joker is the only score that's unique. Um, I actually think 1917 had a weak score. Um, it was, oh, I love the score. Well, I, really I like the score. the score listening to it on its own, but it's hokey. It starts to get hokey in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Marriage Story, I couldn't believe it. I listened to Marriage Story score, and I was blown away by it. Randy Newman really playing to his strengths there. Um, but yeah, I mean, Joker is obviously the choice. It's the only thing that does anything different this year. And uh, I it fits their uh, diversity yeah. quotient. Quo- I honestly so. don't know why they keep nominating John Williams for Star Wars. It's the same score. Yeah. Over I, and over. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, he's great, but it's the same thing. It is. I, I, that one doesn't make sense to me either. Especially because he was nominated for Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't make. It's any like sense. you're you're not he you're not writing any new music. Well, I am. I'm sure he's writing some new music, Those, like a few yeah. new themes. But but uh, yeah, it's, you're not building a new sonic sound landscape from the from the bottom up like exactly. you are yeah. on yeah. Joker. It's like Alexander Desplat, like Little Women. It's like I've heard this before. Well, they always give it. They always give him enough. It's a display period piece score. I mean, yeah, yeah. So. It's just I, I never ever want to give it to those boring scores. I, I always find to. the one that does something different and does it well. I would have loved yeah. to seen uh, Mark Corvin's score for the Lighthouse on there. Really? Oh, would've. that would have been yeah. Cool. That was a really good score. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's talk about best original song. It's gonna go to Rocket Band. Um, I that, that's all I really know. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I can't say that I... Oh, wow, I, Randy I Newman thought, nominated for uh, Toy Story 4. He's nominated for two Oscars this I year in two different Beyonce movies. I Beyonce was on this list. No, she was snubbed. Hmm. Good. <laughs> so I haven't I haven't heard the songs for any of these films. The Rocket Man one's guys, really good. You guys, Breakthrough is an Oscar-nominated movie now. I don't think... Oh, God, you're right. That does count. Shit. Breakthrough by Diane Warren. That sounds like the most white mom. Uh, that's <laughs> that's on Facebook. For... It's Breakthrough is technically a Christian movie. It, no, yeah, we mean technically it is. That's all it is. A Christian movie was nominated for an Oscar. Good for them. Good for them. That's yeah. all I have to say about that category. I want to make so many fat jokes, but I'm not. <laughs> okay, I'll make one for you. Thanks. But it's one you told me. Okay, that's fine. As long as you credit me. Brad told me this joke, and it was something about... um, He's like, yeah, the movie's about falling through the ice, which doesn't surprise me when you look at the lead actress. (laughs) And I was like... She's like morbidly obese. She's the This Is Us lady. And I was like, whoa. Nice. (laughs) All right, so this is the big boy category right here. Best picture. We got 4B Ferrari. We got Black Panther. We got Bohemian Rhapsody. (laughs) Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. I, I, I don't know what's going to win. This is yeah, this is one list. of the first years where like I really have no clue. I feel like at this point, I never have an idea what's going to win. Yeah, um, I mean, it's either 1917 or Parasite, for yeah. sure, in my opinion. Yeah. 
I think well, 1917 dude, was a lot of steam. Once Upon a Time is getting a ton of attention right yeah. now. Yeah. Like, that might win. That that would actually piss me off. I love the movie, but it's It not... would make me mad. I would be, I would be okay with it. Yeah. Um, if they of... chose it over Ford v. Ferrari, 1917, and Parasite, I would be pissed. Yeah. I don't know, man. After Green Book won last year, yeah, my, my expectations are so low. Yeah. For I love Green, Green Book. Book. I loved it. Green Book is cute. Yeah, but over all of those other ones... Like, yeah, I, I agree with you. I, oh my god! But I, what a I wasn't bad upset pick. that I won. I mean, this is the thing—there are no bad movies on this list. You know? No, um, the only thing I'd be like angry is if The Irishman won. Um, I would lose my shit, dude. Yeah, because like, it does not deserve no, to be no. a best picture. But everything else, and you, get, you know, the only clues that we have as to who would win best picture is what's nominated for best director and best editing. Those are usually so. What do you got? You got Joker. You got Jojo Rabbit. You got 1917. You got Parasite, uh, and you have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm surprised Once Upon a Time in Hollywood didn't get an editing. Um, yeah, thing. I thought it was really well yeah, edited. Yeah, like because it's you know it's long, it's very long and very. Um, nah, I would actually say Tarantino's new editor is, is does not have the discipline and the this the razor sharp skill that his former editor did, Sally Minky, who sadly passed away. Um, he's had a new editor since Django, and ever since then his movies have been a little too long winded. And as cute as the Western TV show sequence is. I would have snipped it down a little bit. Oh God, um, no! It goes into yeah, the boat. I love the length. It no. goes into the boat with the Irishman for me, where I think I would have done a different cut on it. But, but once no, upon I think time, the cut upon time in Hollywood is a very sit back and cruise kind of movie. Yeah, so that's why I love it's it. It's hard to so do much. that too. But uh, I could see why they skipped the editing nom. But but give it to the Irishman. No, that, that's yeah, the thing. That's, that doesn't that, make that's sense. a dumb thing. I would have yeah. given. I would have given it to Light. I would have given everything to Lighthouse. I watched the movie again with subtitles. It became my number two favorite of the year. <laughs> I. It's a totally different movie with subtitles. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about uh, best production design. It's going to go to Hollywood once upon a time. As it should. They changed yep. entire streets for that movie. They recreated the Spawn Ranch. I mean, they they recreated the Manson. Or I'm sorry, uh, Sharon Tate's home and. The next door neighbors, and I mean it. It's yeah, because well, it's incredible what yeah. they did with that. Uh, Irishman again, really good. It's just you know, kind of basic. They also shot a lot of the at, at a lot of the real places for Irishman, but for yeah. Once Upon a Time, they had to redo places. Yeah, um, yeah. Jojo Rabbit and nineteen seventeen are both you know like war torn areas. Yeah, we've seen it before. I'm happy to see Parasite on there. If any, yeah. yes, but that's because they had to give the house a character. Yeah, which is what I really yeah. liked. Which Paras- is why I would pick either Once Upon a Time or Parasite. Side. I'd pick Once yeah. Upon a Time. But Once but, Upon a Time, what they did with Sharon Tate and the movie theater and the posters. and Yeah. Because that's considered pr- production design is how they put real Sharon Tate up on the movie screen. And, and you felt like you were in the 60s in slash oh, 70s. Oh, yeah, the whole like, time. It's yeah. the whole time. So that's Cars. why I'm like. Yeah. You, and driving down those long streets. Yeah. And const- I'm like, that's insane how they did that. So it's it deserves it. Yeah. My second pick would be Parasite for sure. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Um, haven't seen any of the animated yeah, shorts. Yeah, I haven't seen any of the shorts this year. Don't, yeah. don't care. Sound editing. Sound editing and mixing. What okay. do we got? Okay, can we can we make sure we know the difference? You know what's funny is I recently heard someone define them as the opposite of what I'm pretty sure they are. That's what's infuriating. I really think they should just put it into one category. I agree. Well, no, because they're very different things. Especially if you work in sound. And as somebody who has had to do my own sound mixes, I've really understood the difference. One of them, couldn't tell you what, I think it's sound editing, is what you do to the sound after you record it. How do you mix it? How does that Dolby mix sound? Does the bass rumble your gut, you know? Um, 
how do things zip past you? Does the sound immerse you? Right. Mixing, on the other hand, is you recording used, the sound. You used mixing in the definition of editing. That's why it's a stupid. <laughs> that's why the names are stupid because mixing yeah. is the actual recording of the sound, setting the levels, get every getting everything correct, keeping the voices clear, EQing the voices, um, and recording the sound effects. Are your sound effects? You know, are they sound effects as we've heard a million times? Are they freshly recorded? Um, it's the art of recording sound effects and voices. Um, I think for editing, it's probably going to be Ford v. Ferrari or 1917. Right. So when you yeah. think about sound editing. Sound editing, Ford v. Ferrari would get my, my Ford vote. v. Ferrari, 1917, uh, Rise of Skywalker, honestly. Those, oh, it, I mean, it's, the it's mix, really good. Yeah, the mix it, on those movies are incredible. Win. Yeah. But if I had to give it to anything, I'd give it to Star Wars. I just the mix, the Dolby mix on the movie was incredible. It really was. Wait till um, you see Ford v. Ferrari, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to keep talking about that movie. It's so good. <laughs> Um, so sound mixing. Yeah, so this is – so like, for example, the reason Ad Astra got a nomination is most of the sound effects were built out of Tommy Lee Jones's voice. I don't know if you knew that. Mm. So it's like, wow, how creative. They, you know, So they give it a mixing nomination. Um, so for they, sound mix, I'm really glad that Ad Astra is actually on this because the space stuff, like what they do with sound in terms of like what it sounds like outside of your spacesuit and all of that stuff, like it's really, really cool. Okay. I've heard there's quite the chance that it'll win. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be upset. They love honestly. giving technical stuff to space movies. Because so. it's, yeah. it's really good. Like Based the movie on... itself could have been better. But I need to see it. I'm, really I'm, I'm very curious. If I had to give it... Uh, I'd give it to either, based on what I know, Joker or Hollywood. Um, Joker, probably. I don't. I don't really have a bringing huge that subway scene to life. Those gunshots that hit you so hard. Um, yeah, the violence in the movie hits because yeah. of the sound. Yeah. Um, so and that that's is a good both point. editing and mixing. That's where the lines blur. You have yeah. to have good gunshot sound effects. You have to mix them well. Yeah. Um, or edit yeah, them either well. Ad Astra or Ford v Ferrari. I would give sound mixing. They're, they're incredible. And yeah. the only reason Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is on there is because of bringing the 60s to life, mixing the music with the voices, um, everybody's talking all the time. Yeah. And so, that final scene as well. Like, oh, yeah. with, that like, would be the, an editing. The smashing and... And see, that's the thing. It, that's where it blurs into editing, which is why so frequently they tie... Or, I'm sorry. Well, it's the same, it's the same movie. The wins same twice. movie wins twice. Yeah, the, one of the two ties in Oscar history was in sound editing or something. Yeah, strange. I, I I always laugh at Mark Wahlberg opening that envelope and he goes, It's a tie and the audience goes, Oh, he goes in the most Mark Wahlberg way, he goes, I'm not kidding you. <laughs> That's what it says. And it wasn't Ted next to him. Wasn't Ted there. was next to That's him. That's hilarious. <laughs> it was just so funny. The audience was like, Oh no, no, no. he goes, I'm not kidding you as if the audience was like, No, Mark. You're a liar. You're a liar. <laughs> All right. So we were talking about this. Yeah. Uh, visual effects. I man. actually am. I'm sad to see Lion King on there because while they're impressive, they hurt the movie. Mm-hmm. Visual effects should serve the story. The Lion King's visual effects only serve to hurt the story, and for that reason, yeah. I'm upset that it's on. There. And for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> this, is, this is turning into Shark Tank. And for that, bye. <laughs> visual effects, man. Um, Endgame. Gotta go Endgame. Uh, Rise of Skywalker is insanely gorgeous, but I gotta give it to Endgame. I gotta give it to Endgame because what Endgame has over Star Wars is Thanos. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that third act is just fucking insane, dude. Like that that alone <laughs> should give it the Oscar. To me, it's the clear answer because the Irishman it had the de aging was revolutionary, but it was also at times clunky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah. Lion King hurt the story. Nineteen seventeen is good. 
but it's I wouldn't give it the trophy. It's just that they hit it very well, but also the the not just the computer effects, but the real effects were but, really good. Yes, yeah. but also the fact that you have like those bad CGI cuts at times, like it's like okay. Gotcha, but there's not a false note in Endgame, and it's nine hundred times the, bigger. The suits are a false note. Oh, yeah, the, the helmets yeah. the most. The helmets me. are the false note, which is which is those. what makes me go, man. Alita should have been on here and win. Yeah, man. I was yeah. just gonna bring that up. So oh, Endgame based on this list, but the best visual effects of this entire year, hands down, is Alita: Battle oh, Angel. Mm-hmm. From I, beginning I to end, there is not a single frame that I think that looks bad. Mm-hmm. That's not entirely true. Um, <laughs> wow, lady, James, you liar. <laughs> the lady with like the sword arms I did not think she looked good in oh, the movie at all is I didn't really notice honestly yeah that was that's the only thing I did not think she looked good there was no false notes in uh, Skywalker no it's yeah. just, it's it just looked, again it's things amazing. we've seen before yeah and it's which it, yeah, they don't, I don't like, know man those the, ships at the end it was cool but the and Palpatine yeah but the Oscars don't like the giant like you CGI saying, movies, you keep saying that, but they gave, they gave it to Gravity. They gave it to all the Star Wars movies before the sequel trilogy. No, but Gravity's they, not not like a giant space movie like these like epics are. They don't like epics like this. They, they like they like those small intimate as movies. of the past couple years. But yeah, and that's why I'm gonna pick that based on that based on their track record recently. I would still I'm still guessing Endgame. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, based on what's on this list, I I, I think go they might Endgame. give it to Endgame as like a. As like a you know like a career sort of thing where like you know we're kind of giving you this Oscar for how long you guys have been doing it? Yeah, no, the Jungle Book won it in 2017, Blade Runner 2049 won it in 2018, mm-hmm. Interstellar won it in 2015. No complaints um, with any of those. Yeah, Ex Machina and First Man 2016, 2019. But I would call Jungle Book huge. I would call Interstellar huge. I would call Blade Runner pretty huge. It, it, you know, um, so yeah, I, I I would say Endgame has a good shot. I was, I was well. It's just that you know they didn't give it to any of the Planet of the Apes movies. Like what the hell? Those are yeah. That was those pretty, were gorgeous. That yeah. was pretty upsetting. Yeah. What else won? I'm curious now. Because I think Ex Machina won over one of the yeah Planet of the Apes movies, which Ex Machina looked fantastic, but yeah, Planet not the over the so Apes good. movies. Yeah. Gravity, Life of Pi, Hugo, Inception. Because it, it's crazy Avatar. how well the apes look. Yeah. Yeah, that one was frustrating. You, you, uh, I guess you're right, though. They they didn't give it to Harry Potter. They didn't give it to Harry Potter again. They didn't give it to Hit Planet of the Apes. They didn't give it to Transformers. They didn't I give don't it to think of Harry Potter and think great visual effects. I do. Oh. Yeah, I do, too. Um, yeah. Prometheus. I mean, you know. There's Prometheus the, is stunning. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it's a tough category, though. Because, I mean, visual effects are blockbuster well, movies, bread such, and butter. Yeah, and it's such know. a wide range of like what counts as a visual effect. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's kind of like sound mixing and sound editing. You'd think they would actually separate it into practical effects and digital effects. Yeah. yeah, That so, would be cool. So let's talk about adapted screenplay. Um, adapted screenplay, for me, out of the movies that I've seen out of this list, um, which are The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, and The Two Popes, I have to give it to Joker. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough between Jojo Rabbit and Joker, but yeah, I give it to Joker. Yeah, it's one of those two, for I, sure. Well, uh, here's the trick, is that Joker is just a rehash of King of Comedy and Taxi Driver, as amazing as it is. While Jojo Rabbit, I haven't seen anything like Jojo Rabbit ever Agreed. in my life. So that's kind of where I'm like, eh, give it to either of them, I'll be happy. Yep. Yeah, I mean, the only reason I'm giving it to Joker is because, I mean, 
You have to you have to do something different than Heath Ledger. You have to be not better, but you just have to do something different. Um, Taking the Joker from the comics and everything that he is, and all of these different iterations of that character, and I felt like Todd Phillips and Joaquin just fucking crushed it. Oh yeah, you're not wrong. And Scott, don't don't count out Scott Silver. He's in there. Yeah. Um, So let's uh, talk about original screenplay. Surprise, Knives Out. Yeah. It. Oh, this this is a hard one. Um, give original it to, screenplay. Ooh, that Parasite. one is tough. Gotta give it to Parasite, man. Oof. It's gonna go to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think he's gonna win. Um, that's a that's a tough one, man. Because Once Upon a Time, Parasite, and Marriage Story are all great. I'd actually give it to Marriage. Well, Marriage Story and Parasite are great for opposite reasons. Yeah, Parasite is great for the plot. Marriage Story is great for the dialogue. I think I'd give it to Parasite strictly because of its originality. Yeah, but Marriage Story was so well researched. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood one, though. I would not be I upset. I need to rewatch it. Oh, yeah. I've seen it twice. It's what? great. Once Upon a Time. time. Yeah. It's yeah. So good. It's great. Um, it, they're just so different. They uh, are. Knives Out, again, like a really well-written whodunit. Yeah. Really, I, really I wouldn't good. give it the Oscar. That one is but, the I'm Just Happy to Be Here award. Yeah. Um, so I would personally give it to Parasite. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have any complaints with any of the nominations for original screenplay. Overall, the list is neat. I would, I would, I wish Shia LaBeouf was on there for Honey Boy. Yeah. yeah that's that's true. one that I wish he was on there because that was such a personal movie. I wish he got some recognition for it. I do too. I do too. It's sad that it's going to go down as just an indie movie that yeah. didn't get any recognition. Um, yeah. I, all in all, it's not a bad list like last year's. Holy cow, last year's list Last was, year's was bad. But last yeah. year was a slow year anyway. Did um, any of you guys see Hustlers? Yeah, I did. Do you feel like J-Lo J- J- got snubbed? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> what a stupid question, you dummy. There's so many fucking articles. Oh, J-Lo got snubbed. I'm There's, like, was she really that good? She was just a meaner version of herself, and that's it. Yeah, I don't She's know. She's not a good I, actress. You know what's funny? Let's is give up on it. Yeah. I, I can be a tough... Uh, I can be not the right person to ask about acting sometimes, because sometimes I see these performances, and as subdued as they are, I'm like, neat. But I'm all for... Like, when I think about handing out Oscars, I think about handing it out to Flash, honestly you know like flashy performances it depends on what the year is I guess it does because I think about Aquafina's performance and I thought it was excellent but acting is such a hard thing to judge yeah yeah. I mean film is just so subjective it's just it is it really is yeah so yeah yeah. I mean it's not a bad list I'm glad they're doing it earlier this year February 9th yeah, I'm I'm really really excited. Um Aaron, thank you for inviting me over so we can watch yes, the Oscars together. I'm we will be watching the Oscars. Yeah, um this was this was a really fun episode. I'm this glad was. we got to talk about our most anticipated movies. Glad we got to talk about the official Oscar nominations and the three of us will definitely be back to talk about the Oscar winners yeah. cuz there's going to be a yes. lot to talk about with that. Um so Brad Aaron, thank you guys so much for being on this podcast. Absolutely. It's three in a row. Three in a row. This going. They're getting sick of us. <laughs> Not at all. Um, everyone's been loving you guys on the podcast. Oh, it's good. been a lot of fun. Good well, you should tweet at us because I haven't heard any of it. <laughs> I've gotten some followers, so maybe I'm just cooler than you are. Maybe. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, man. Just remember, everybody, Clifford the Big Red Dog comes out November 2020, just God. in time for Oscar season. They got real Was big red dogs from Australia in the movie. And you know what? I they're helping those dogs too they were stuck in the wildfires that's how the movie started production they literally like just shot this movie like two three weeks ago yep yeah so 
It's it's for a good cause. That's why the dogs are red. Aaron, so needs, sad. Aaron needs to be canceled. <laughs> no. Like, this is this is canceled. This is not canceled material, okay? Pray for Australia. What's going on over there is horrible, and I'm glad they saved those dogs, and I'm glad they put them in movies. Oh, <laughs> Aaron, Brad, let me get your social media plugs. My social media is at Clifford the Big Red Dog um, on all platforms. Brad, what about you? Can I leave? <laughs> uh, you've heard it. B Belem G N B E L E M J I A N. That's pretty much anywhere. I'm Twitter, Instagram. Minor um, secret. It's well, definitely well, your not. letterbox is secret. My letterbox is secret, but you could probably find it based on what I've said. Yeah, uh, it's pretty. My easy. Instagram is at Aaron Murtis. A-A-R-O-N-M-I-R-T-E-S. And you should go and you should follow me and you should like all my sweet pictures. So. Yeah, just uh, yeah, just follow us. The one if, thing if you want, like, that's the best way to get updates on our movies. Yeah, it really is. I, it, I'm really excited because we've got Alpha Test coming out this year, which is our science fiction horror thriller, which came out really, really well. We have American Hunt out, which people are really liking, and I would really love for more people to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it came out on DVD recently, which I'm excited about. So you can get it on DVD if you want it in your collection. Yeah. Amazon you, or Target has it. Um, Target has it online. No yeah. way. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. Wow. Awesome. Sweet. Okay. Well, you can pick it up uh, at Target's website. I think it's cheaper at Target, too, so you should get it. Well, you should get it at Target, then. Mm -hmm. So, check out Target's website, Amazon, Tubi, T-U-B-I. American Hunt is free to watch, just with a couple of ads. It helps the filmmakers. I would really encourage you to watch it. Um, And it's everywhere where you can find movies on demand. I even think it's on Mm -hmm. demand, like on your cable box, which, who uses that anymore? Yeah, right. But uh, Amazon... Uh, the best place to watch it, quality-wise, honestly, I would I would encourage people to watch it on Tubi or YouTube or I'd say Vudu, Vudu as well. They have good Google Play movies. Oh. Amazon sometimes messes up the sound mix, but hey, watch it. I don't care where you watch it. And I don't care how you watch it. Um, just don't pirate it. <laughs> That's really it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we got stuff coming out your way. You can follow me on social media. I need to make a Twitter. You already, you had one. You deleted it. Yeah, I've deleted it several times. I get paranoid every time someone gets canceled, so I delete my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> that that's coming to a close. It is. But Twitter, Twitter's just so toxic, you know. Stephen yeah, King really tweeted. Stephen King tweeted. I, as an Academy member, I get to vote for picture, screenplay, and director. And I think what's most important is to vote for quality um, rather than what somebody is um, doing. Otherwise, would be stupid. And he got. Pelted, just hammered for saying that quality should come first. Yeah, these people don't mean anything. Who hammered him yeah. first? Who do you think? Uh, it's your favorite. It's your favorite director, Ava DuVernay. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, she was the first. She's to- really toxic. She's super toxic online. Yeah. She's so toxic. Um, so maybe I'll that get a Twitter. Here. I know yeah. it's a shame because she's not a bad filmmaker, but uh, no, yeah. her temperament is rather strange sometimes. Um. But, uh, but yeah, so that's where you can find me. Yeah. Check out my big movie, Clifford, this year. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so Brad, Aaron, thank you guys so much for joining me. This was a blast. I can't wait to do more projects with you guys. Um, you can follow me all over social media at see the number four spoilers. The best way to find all of our social media and literally everything that we do is at carefulspoilers.com. Um, again, guys, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you guys supporting the podcast and we will see you guys next time. <laughs>